What's up, everybody? This is Edgar Martin from the Q&E Podcast, just bringing you this message that today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. It could be sports, entertainment, or anything else that you feel people might want to listen to. Once again, that's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O, Podgo. You are now listening to the Q&E Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? Well, come again, What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. You are here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Egga on the other line. Egga, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. A fellow St. Petersburg, Florida brother. Uh, nah, that nigga from Largo. I ain't claiming that nigga at St. Peter. That nigga from Largo. Nah. He ain't from my city now. Nah. He, he ain't from, from my city now. Nah. He, he from Pinellas County. County. He from the county. Hey, he he from, he from Pinellas County. Pinellas County <laughs> uh, Navy vet. Up in Flames podcast host. Everybody give it up for Mo Murphy, man. Thank you for joining us today. Let's go, bro. We appreciate yeah. you coming on, my boy. Hey, 100%, bro. I, I mean, I've been peeping y'all stuff for a minute now. They hit y'all up. wanted the link. And then once I seen Q was from St. Pete, and then I looked, and both of y'all was from St. Pete, I said, bro, we got to. Like, we got to make it happen. Definitely. I hit Q up. I was like, bro, you from St. Pete? Talking about what you know about my city? I'm like, bro, I'm from Largo, bro. We from the same <laughs> county, bro. I know all about St. Yes, Pete. Sir. Yeah, bro. That shit is all love, my nigga. That shit was definitely crazy, bro. So I, I had to get him on the pod just for that, just off the strength. Right. It's like, man, I don't even care you got a podcast, my nigga. You from my city? Nigga, you got to get on the pod. And that's real. Hey, we've been uh, doing that a lot too. Like, and anybody that we review as far as athletes and stuff, if you're from the city, we definitely got to show you love. So, like, shout out to uh, Pro Wells. We interviewed Pro Wells before he even. Shout out to Pro too now. Pro, uh, pro hey, with the Bengals. Yeah. yeah, shout out, shout out to Pro though. You know what I'm saying? I know he went to school with my sister when he transferred over there to Dixie. So I know mm-hmm. I thought Pro was gonna be a basketball player. To be honest with you, running running with him in the open both, gyms bro. after I graduated, I thought he was yes. gonna hoop. But but I seen he was real mad at football, so I was like, okay, shout out to him, though, for making it to the league, bro. It's always love with somebody from 727 make it to the league. NBA, NFL, it don't matter. Definitely. That's real. Because you, you see what my school was at. I think my school was, like, top 10 for most players in the league from Lakewood. Yeah, like, we got shit nine. something different, my boy. It may, well, we, I mean, it's more than nine now because uh, Pro and, uh, like, two other people, I think, from the city went in. So we got, like, 11 or 12, I think, now. That shit bro, I mean, bro. really, bro, it's crazy. You'd have an argument who better Largo, St. Pete. But, like, bro, when it comes down to it, bro, Lakewood got some ballers in the league now. Yes, Lakewood sir. got some ballers in the league now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If this is your first time listening to the Q&E podcast, we do have five segments. We have our sports segment, Two Wild Wednesday. Social media wants to know our entertainment and current events and also pass the ox. So definitely stick with us throughout our whole session. Uh, t- uh, usually every Thursday at 9 a.m. We are on the Nothing But Net station for Dash Radio, but we won't be having a new episode for tomorrow, so y'all can just skip uh, the Dash Radio. But every Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, we are usually on Dash Radio, so we definitely appreciate y'all's support. And let's dive right into it with the Aaron Rodgers news, man. Where 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 Aaron Rod going, bro? This is it's a juicy situation right now. He said he wants out. We just had a live stream on uh, April 30th, so if y'all haven't seen that, we go more in depth into that situation. But, Mo, what are your feelings about Aaron Rodgers, bro? And what do you think he should do in this situation? So, I thought A-Rod put it out the day of the draft because I thought he had his eyes on San Francisco. 
Like, I just knew San Francisco was going to get Aaron Rodgers. They got a number three pick. They got Jimmy G. Whether you love him, like him, hate him, whatever. I'm like, okay, you can put Jimmy G. They get a future quarterback. They could get the best player at their position outside of quarterback, whether it was Kyle Pitts, however they wanted to do it. I thought I thought he did that to go to San Francisco. You know he from Cali. Kind of makes sense. L.A. Rams already got their quarterback with Stafford. Chargers already got their young quarterback with Herbert. So I'm like, okay, he's trying to get to the West Coast. Uh, his girlfriend or fiance, I don't really know, is over there in L.A. You know he hosted the Jeopardy show. So I thought he did all this to get to San Francisco. I felt like that's why it came out the day of the draft. And I would love to see him in San Francisco. I mean, I'm not a 49ers fan, but I just think that would be a perfect, like, a match made in heaven. And I'm looking for anybody that could take down the Bucks. So I would love for the 49ers <laughs> to get Aaron Rodgers and take down the Bucks, Because, you know, I'm like the lone wolf from back home where I don't like the Bucks. But I know he's trying to get as close to the West Coast as he can. So I think Denver got a shot. I think the Raiders got a shot. I think the dark horse team would be New Orleans. Like, if it was like, ah, who could get them that you're not hearing about, I think it'd be New Orleans. They so used to having a great quarterback. I feel like they in shambles. They drafted Ian Book. Bro, what better to replace Drew Brees than with the former, you know, the MVP last season, Aaron Rodgers. So I think if somebody was to make something shake, it'd be Sean Payton in New Orleans. But I think he's getting as close to the West Coast as possible. Do you think that's on his mind, though? Like, is West Coast, West Coast or nothing? Because I, I honestly think the Dolphins should be up there for him, bro. Dolphins, I, I, I think, agree like, with most. Great I, it, I it, seemed like it seemed like it's West Coast or nothing because, yeah. you know, he said he was interested in going to Denver. Allegedly, like, I don't know how official, but I've seen Denver. Like, he'd be interested. Why would he want to go to Denver? I think the best, most ready team now that could trade for him would be Miami. Like, you could give a tour. They got a bunch of draft picks. Then they got a bunch of players that if Aaron Rodgers get there, they ready now. They got Jalen Waddle, Parker, Will Fuller. You know what I'm saying? They got, they got some good running backs that was like no names in college, but they good running backs. So I would say the, the win now team, if he went to Miami, watch out Kansas City. They might go to the Super Bowl, to be honest. Like Aaron Rodgers is that good. But I think he's trying to get to the West Coast. And I thought he put it out today, like I said, because I thought he was trying to go to San Francisco because San Francisco would have the best package with being able to offer Jimmy G the number three pick, one or two more first-round picks, another player, whether it be uh, – I heard Nick Bosa. Like, I was seeing that they offered Nick Bosa the number three pick and one or two more first-round picks. So, I think that's why he put it out there. I think he just want to get to the West Coast. But how much would you have to give up to get Aaron Rodgers, bro? Because we seen a trade earlier in the offseason with Matt Stafford, and they gave up three first-round picks. The uh, the Rams gave up three first-round picks. So if you're giving up three first-round picks for Matt Stafford, you can debate on if he top 10 or not. But he damn sure ain't Aaron Rodgers. So if you're giving three first-round picks for him, what you going to have to give up for the MVP? Edgar, what's your take on that? You, you're giving up at least four picks. Uh, you're giving up four picks and at least one to two big names. Like, that is no less than that. One to two big names and four picks. Anything less than four picks, it, the trade is not happening because you have to build your future after Aaron Rodgers is done, basically. So, uh, and age isn't on his side. Yes, former MVP. He still got a good amount left in the tank. But once he's done, you're just going to be in rebuild mode. So you're going to have to figure out a way to uh, – you're going to have to figure out your plans both after Aaron Rodgers, even while he's there. 
I feel like Denver is the, the team everybody is talking about, but I don't know how much I like that fit, though, bro. Are they really ready on the defensive side of the ball to, to actually get to a Super Bowl? And you in the same division as a Patrick Mahomes. Like, bro, I don't Rogers, really like though. that for A-Rod. He's I don't A-Rod, like that for A-Rod. Bro, that's Pat Mahomes, though. And the wide receiver, the wide receiver like room, the wide receiver room it's, in it Denver is, is ready for him, bro. And, and the running game is solid enough to, to help him with the scrimmage yard. So I feel like Denver could still work. It's just Denver – will have to give up so much to get him, and that will be the downfall with Denver. But I do like the San Francisco point you made because everything – I didn't even pay attention to that. I didn't even pay attention to the Jeopardy thing, his uh, significant other being out there. Mm-hmm. Those are a lot of motives to get him to San Francisco, and I didn't think about that. But I don't think the Saints – I feel like them drafting Ian Book was their way of saying, look, we're just going to start Winston fresh. Is the guy. The why, why no, are you talking no, about Ian Book? James no, Winston bro. is that nigga. Bro, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? It's not that I think Jameis is the guy, but I think Jameis gonna be a lot better for New Orleans than people think. Like, Dang I'm you, not bro. saying That's New Orleans gonna win the nigga. Super Bowl, but I think Jameis gonna be a lot better than people think, bro. Like yeah, Jameis, bro. bro. People sleep on like, bro. Jameis good. I've been having this conversation with the guys on the network, and bro, Jameis is good. I get he missed the 30 for 30, but, like, Bruce Arians is, like, aired out. Jameis not that kind of guy. Like, he'll air it out. He got 5,000 yards. Like, let's give him credit for that. He did throw for 30-plus touchdowns. Let's give him credit for that. But, like, he's not a guy, bro, he can barely see. We know he squints to the sideline to get but his play But he got his calls. eyes right now, though, bro. He got his eyes right. He knew I, Jameis. And he got Sean Payton. Sean Payton. When has Sean Payton ever These had? Niggas don't I know get he's it. had Drew Brees. But, like, bro, when has anybody ever been bad for Sean Payton? People got paid. Wide receivers, running backs, everybody got paid off of playing in Sean Payton's offense. The fact that when the moment came for when when Drew Brees was hurt, the fact that they looked at Taysom Hill to take the starting spot over Jameis, you're picking an athlete that can kind of play quarterback over They were trying to force it with him, bro. They were trying to force it with Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill been there, though. No, no, if you see the the potential in Jameis Winston, you're Sean Payton, why not play the quarterback that is actually a quarterback, not the athlete that can kind of play quarterback? Because Taysom Hill... That was the difference. He know the offense. Man, oh, Jameis like, was there I long mean. enough know the to know. Jameis was there long enough to know ten to twelve offensive plays. Come on now, he ain't got to know That's the whole. Crazy. And he went in there and slung a fifty yard touchdown. No, that, 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 was that was a trick. That was a trick. I don't want to give that nigga no credit, bro. No, no, I don't want to give that nigga no credit. I know. The only reason I know Jameis did y'all dirty, but. It was a literally, it was literally a trick play. That was Can not a regular. Aaron Rodgers, please. <laughs> With no <laughs> wide receivers, <laughs> y'all niggas is wild. Nah, bro. You, you brought him up. You brought him up. Yeah, you brought him up. See that nigga? He that nigga. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers is wanted... not going there because <laughs> I think Ian Book is the future of New Orleans at this what? At this You're particular wild. time. At this particular time, he is. He wasn't the even good in college. Okay. <laughs> that boy was midi in college. Are you crazy? All the other quarterbacks got NFL picked. Team? All the other quarterbacks got picked. We moving on, bro. We back to Aaron Rodgers. All know. the other quarterbacks got picked. You're talking crazy. As of right now, Ian Book is the future for them. That's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. If, so they had their chip, if they had their chips in on Winston, they would not have drafted Ian Book. That's all I'm saying. So it seems like Aaron Rodgers wants the GM to be fired. So that looks like that's what he wants from Green Bay. So what do you guys see as the most likely happening to go down with this situation? 
He wants the GM to get fired. So do you think that would be easier for Green Bay? Because you're going to lead, lose a Hall of Fame talent and you're not going to get that return on investment that you're going to try to get in a trade. So would you rather just f- try to rather find a new GM and keep Aaron Rodgers? Or would you have to trade Aaron Rodgers? Like, which one would you guys rather he, do? He's getting traded. Like, we already said this before. Owners feel like the inmates cannot run the prison. And if the... Green Bay Packer organization really fires a GM as opposed to just trading a player, that will be revolutionary to the NFL. But this is the MVP now. Mm-hmm. He's the MVP now, and he's the Tom. best player you ever had. Time out. Time out. There's a difference. What you said, and I agree with what you said, because they, they've thrown that out. Aaron Rodgers white, bro. Aaron Rodgers white. That, that's it's, the only it's reason. different, bro. That's the Aaron only Rodgers white. It, it's That'll not the like Deshaun Watson. It's not... Dak Prescott, it's not, you know, Lamar Jackson. Bro, Aaron Rodgers white, bro. You 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 know what I'm saying? Like, the inmates run the prison because, what, 85% of the black? But guess what? Last gym you got left on your franchise, Aaron Rodgers is a white quarterback. So, I think he gets traded, but I don't think it's because the GM is either him or the GM. I think it's because Aaron Rodgers threw that out there because he just wants to get traded. But I could see if it's really if it really come down to Aaron Rodgers or the GM, bro, the GM getting fired. Let that be Baltimore, Houston, Dallas, bro. Then then no, like you know what I'm saying. But because of of who their quarterbacks are, but Aaron Rodgers is right. He's not the inmate that run the prison. He's the warden. You know what I'm saying? He's the warden of Green Bay. Hey, like, outside hey, of that, the that owner, he's the, warden. he's the warden. He's the warden. That was smooth. Yeah. And I'm I glad agree. you brought up that Desha- that Deshaun Watson point because niggas was trying to compare the situation, but Aaron Rodgers is gonna get it traded in June, bro. He's gonna get traded in a month or two. This nigga Deshaun ain't getting traded no time soon. We already know the allegations and all that shit, but still he wasn't gonna get traded before them. Them niggas wasn't gonna trade him. So we already see the differences in the situation. Because you're my not boy. gonna get much for Deshaun. Then my boy got cut off. I don't know what happened. Don't know what the fuck happened. My boy definitely got cut off. Bro. My dad said you ain't yeah, going to get us for the shot, and then it went off. <laughs> hey, the Houston, Houston listening to that shit, bro. Houston listening to this shit. But I'm glad he brought up the Houston point, bro, because the shit is so, such a sticky situation, and it's such a worse situation than Green Bay. So you will understand why Deshaun would want out. Like, y'all niggas is terrible, and y'all not going up anytime soon. Y'all don't even have a first-round pick. I don't even think they have a first-round pick next season. So it's just like, how do we know how good you're going to be? So we have to get out of here if you're Deshaun Watson. But Aaron Rodgers, you just got to the conference championship game, and you still want out? It's like, bro, Deshaun need to get out too if y'all going to listen to that, nigga. Y'all need to listen to Deshaun. So that shit definitely crazy, bro. That shit definitely crazy. Hey, my boy, you good? My bad. I don't know what happened to my Wi-Fi. Hey, you got T-Mobile in this motherfucker, bro. You hey, you know what it is, bro? It's like we got to talking about Green Bay a little too much. They say, you know what? We going to hey. connect to this nigga Wi-Fi and cut him. He gone. I, I said he that gone. shit was Houston. I said Houston cut your shit off, boy. You know they got the shine ass in the loop right now. They got your ass too. Hey, for real. Hey, let's move on to the NFL draft, man. Great NFL draft. And who were the winners and losers for you guys, man? The biggest ones and some of you guys' favorite picks. Uh, I say the Saints, the Browns, both of those teams were definitely winners. Uh, out, even outside of the uh, even Ian Booker one, like literally, like they built their defense up to last and make up for the fact that Drew Brees is not there. Ooh. So regardless of who's in the quarterback position, I feel like the Saints won. I feel like Cleveland won. Uh, we already said it before about Justin Fields, him going to the Bears, he lost, but the Bears won. Uh, yeah. 
the Bucks won, even though the, the, the Bucks won draft, the the first draft pick. I like oh, their fourth round pick. Their fourth round pick was fire, bro. Jalen no. Darden. Oh, bro, he gonna be fire, but he ain't gonna get no playing time. That's a fire pick, though. They they drafted uh they drafted a corner. We drafted a linebacker. The linebacker pick I ain't really care too much for because I'm like we got Devin White and Levante David. Why are we drafting another linebacker? But That's the corner cool. pick that we had and it was like another pick or two that I like. So the Bucks plus re-signing everybody, we didn't lose at all. So I count us as winners. Yeah. Y'all can have a terrible draft. Y'all niggas still would have been there. <laughs> yeah, like the Bucks didn't need to nail it on the draft. They could reach. My favorite pick for the Bucks is Kyle Trask. I think that was the best pick That's what it was. for the Bucks. And, and the yes. reason why they contemplated getting him at 32, and I wouldn't have been upset with them mm-hmm. getting him at 32. But then the fact that they was able to double down and get him at 64. Exactly. Because I, I like Kyle Trask. First Me off, too. he's backing up he's backing up Tom Brady. First off, we ain't talking about bringing a guy to save in the franchise like we talk about the Jets and and who whoever else the Jaguars. We don't need you don't need Kyle Trask to save the franchise. You just need Kyle Trask to learn from Tom Brady. So you're hoping that he got the mind to learn from Tom Brady. I think he is. He was good in college. He was really good this last year. You look at the Bucks, they got weapons. So your excuse of like, well, he had all these weapons, aka Mac Jones. Bro, Kyle Trask going to have the weapons in Tampa. They got Mike Evans for the long haul. They going to keep Godwin for the long haul. Whether they lose AB after this year, there's plenty of drafts are so loaded at wide receiver. You going to have Miller. Evans. Got, yeah, you got plenty of weapons. Whether running back is an issue after this year, there's plenty of running backs coming in next year's draft. The, the offensive line is good for the next few years. You look at how they've built their offensive line. So I love the Kyle Trask pick. Because I love any guy that you feel like, you know what, we're going to make him learn from Tom Brady. He going to have what? Brady said he got, what, two, maybe three years left? That means trash. You ain't even got to worry about him unless Brady get hurt. But Brady only been hurt, what, once in his career? Way, way yeah. early, like in like 06 08. or something? Yeah, yeah 08. There it, was, there it was, 08. So, like, that, we talking about 13 years ago he got hurt. Brady don't get hurt because what you do is you build an offensive line to protect him. We don't care about him running. He's the last of a dying breed, like. You don't need a, a mobile quarterback when you got Brady. He's the last of it. Manning gone. Ben Roethlisberger about out. Tom Brady. And he's the GOAT. Like, Tom Brady's an exception to any rule because he's the greatest quarterback of all time. But I love I love the Kyle Trash pick. I can't really rock with the Saints being winners. I feel like they reached yeah, with um, old buddy from uh, Houston. I forget his name. But they, in the first round. In the right like, round. Pat, yeah, Pat something, bro. Yeah, Pat, that was terrible to me. Like, you lost Drew Brees, so you don't have a great quarterback to make up for the lack of weapons you have. You lost Emmanuel Sanders. I just knew Terrace Marshall or Elijah Moore was going to New Orleans. And they went on the defensive side of the ball, and they didn't go corner. I thought they would have went the best available corner to put on side of, uh, alongside Marshawn Lattimore. So I don't really like New Orleans. I like Miami. I think Miami really won. When you look at a team that missed the playoffs at ten and six, that didn't have a lot of holes, and a lot of people like the a lot of people like the shit on that Jalen Waddle pick, bro. He's I a slot receiver. I, I love that but a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people in the reaction after they drafted him, and I know they took him before Devontae Smith. But like I got Will Fuller and I got Devontae Parker. I need a slot receiver. And don't we still got Grant and, too? Number 19? Grant? Yeah, and Jalen Waddle played with Tua. I know so did Devontae yeah. Smith, but you weren't getting Devontae Smith to play in the slot. And Parker and Fuller aren't slot wide receivers. So I got the best yeah. guy who's gonna play in the slot. 
And it was Jalen Waddle. Like, I think that man, we talk about Tyreek Hill and we try and compare all these speedy receivers. Bro, I think he's Tyreek Hill 2.0 right now. Rookie year. Like, Tyreek Hill wasn't that great his rookie year, bro. Like, his past couple years, he worked hard and got better. I think Jalen Waddle is what Tyreek Hill is to the league right now. Like, as long as he come back healthy from his ankle. So, I think them, and I think the Chargers won, too. I think the Chargers were the big winners. First round, they get a guy to protect Justin Herbert. They get Sante Samuel Jr., who I think was kind of a steal in the second round, able to get yeah, him. Yeah. Like, their defense supposed to come back healthy. Hopefully, hopefully, Derwin James play a whole year. So, I think the Chargers won, too, because they didn't have a lot of holes to fill either. They lost a lot of close games. Justin Herbert, another year after coming off of Offensive Rookie of the Year. So, I think they won. And uh, if, if I was in that moment, I agree with Cleveland. Like, I do think Cleveland won. Because they're, they're another team who didn't have a lot of holes. They get Greg Newsom in the first round which a lot of people seem like a reach. But when I look at they got Newsom and still was able to get J.O.K. in the second round, who he would have been arguable. Like, if they would have took him in the first round, he would have been okay. Like, if you would have took J.O.K. in the first round, it would have been justified. It would have been a great pick. But now you got Newsom and J.O.K., bro, that's a win. Like, they got their quarterback. I don't know if he's a quarterback of the future, but they got their quarterback. They kept both their running backs. They got Odell coming back healthy this year. We, he may be traded, but, you know, that's a conversation for later. They got Jarvis Landry. They got uh, Peoples Jones at wide receiver from last year. Like, their offense is set. Their offensive line is good. Their DNs is good with Miles Garrett and Jadavia and Clowney opposite each other. They needed a linebacker, and they got a for-sure corner in case Greedy Williams hurt, in case Denzel Ward go down again. They went and got Newsom, who was the best corner available at that point in time. So, I think the Browns, the Chargers, and the Dolphins were the three biggest winners, though, because I look at their team. They ain't have a lot of needs, but the needs they had, they filled right away. Like, they filled them right away. The Browns, what, won a playoff game last year? If Baker right. could take just a little step, they could be in the AFC Championship conversation. Definitely. The Chargers oh, could yeah. be a playoff team. Like, the Chargers could be a playoff team, and then you look at, you know what I'm saying, and then you look at the Dolphins, they were 10 and 6. How oft, How many years does the 10 and 16 miss the playoffs? Let alone, you talking about 10 and 6 with the improvements. They could be 11 and 5, 12 and 4, possibly compete for Buffalo to win their division. Like, I, I think those three teams with the minimal needs they had, they addressed the little bit that they needed. I think with Miami, the, my only thing is if Tua takes that next step, Miami going to be perfectly fine. They're going to go, what, t- this year 17 games. So I think 11 and 6, 12 and 5 would be, like, good for Miami if Tua could take that next step. He has no excuse now. He got weapons. They went and got another tight end on top of Jacecki. They went and got another receiver. They signed Will Fuller. So he has no excuses. If he's bad this year, you might look at Miami no matter what. They got a lot of draft picks next year. They might look to get a quarterback next year. Like, it's very possible. Tua on notice this year. But I think he can handle the pressure. He did really good in Alabama with all the weapons. He got my in Miami, he got all the weapons. He got Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, and Jalen Waddle, and Jacecki. I think he'll be fine. So I think those are my three biggest winners is the Browns, the Chargers, and the Dolphins. I got the Browns. Definitely, I agree with everything you said about the Browns, bro. Minimal needs, and you get JOK at whatever they got him in the 50s at a position of need. They needed linebackers, bro. That's crazy, bro. So I love the Browns draft. And I also want to show love to the Ravens, bro. 
I love the Ravens draft because they got my boy weapons. My boy just needed some weapons, dog. He's been working with some trash the past couple of years other than Marquise Brown. And I feel like you got him a true number one receiver and Rashawn Bateman, what he needed. And you also add on somebody like a Tylon. Uh, Tylen Wallace. I love what they built with the offense. I think their offensive line is going to be shaky because they lost a lot of pieces with the offensive line. They just traded Orlando Brown to the Chiefs, so I think their line should be shakier than in past seasons. But I love that they also built their uh, built their offensive weapons, bro, because that's exactly what my man needed to take that next step for Lamar Jackson. So I love the Ravens draft as well, man. And what were some you of you guys be that accurate picks? now? Yeah, bro. Rashad Bateman release game is something crazy. Like, dog. he had to be perfect. The thing is with Lamar, you talk about Mahomes and all. They didn't have to be perfect. They got Kelsey. They got Tyreek Hill. You talk about Aaron right. Rodgers with Devontae Adams. Like, they ain't have to be perfect. They got guys who could go get a bad pat. Tom Brady had, you know, the plethora of weapons he had. Lamar Jackson had to be perfect. Now he got Rashad Bateman, Tylen Wallace. You talking about a Bateman, Wallace, Willie Sneed, and uh, Marquise Brown. For, I like that wide receiver core. I don't know if it's like top five wide receiver cores, but he gonna be fine. He got it's the running game enough. with, yeah, he got the running game. Obviously, him and then uh, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins. So they're gonna be fine. The offensive line gonna be a little shaky, but you got what the most elusive quarterback to get out of situations we've seen since Michael Vick. So I don't really yeah. think I don't think it's gonna be the worst offensive line in the world. And another one of my favorite picks of this draft, bro, is Micah Parsons going to the Cowboys, my nigga. He's going to be a top five draft talent, bro. I swear to you he is, bro. He's the best defensive player in this draft, bro. I don't know how you feel from a Cowboys perspective. I feel like that was somebody you needed after Sean Lee retired. And Van, uh, Vander Ash is always in and out. I feel like he's a perfect, not a perfect fit, but I think talent-wise, he's great. Talent-wise, he's I, a top five player in this draft. Bro. I like You can play him at end and linebacker. I like it, bro. I liked it. I didn't love it, though, because I feel like our number one need was corner. And I watched mm, both of the corners I wanted go eight and nine. And I was sick. And I was like, bro, what are we going to do? And I was scared because I seen Devontae Smith sitting there. Jerry Jones already said we might do something unconventional. And I'm like, boy, Devontae Smith sitting there. We knew he loved Kyle Pitts. Everybody and their mama knew Kyle Pitts wasn't going to sit there at number 10. Nah. So I'm like, okay, Devontae <laughs> Smith sitting there. We got Michael Gallup, who's going to be a free agent after this year. He might go Devontae Smith, have a Smith, C.D. Lamb, and Amari Cooper for the future. That's crazy. I would have <laughs> liked it. Like, I would have liked But offense is never our issue, bro. It's been the fact we could score 40, but we can't stop teams from scoring 45. So we had to go defense. So I do like the Michael Parsons pick, and I do think he was the best defensive player in the draft. I just don't think he filled the biggest need for us. But mm -hmm. I looked at we added Keanu Neal. We added the other safety from Atlanta. We kept uh we we let go of Wuze, but we kept Jordan Lewis. We got Trayvon Diggs at corner. We ended up adding two more corners in the draft. Kelvin Joseph, who I do love. I actually love the Kelvin Joseph pick a little more than Michael Parsons because I just love whoever the corner we was gonna get. So I do like Michael Parsons since we addressed a guy like Kelvin Joseph in the second round. But I just didn't love it at the time. When they announced Michael Parsons, I was like, damn, we got the best defensive player in the draft. I'm supposed to feel better than this. But, <laughs> like, we did, it, his name wasn't J.C. Horn or Patrick Sertan. Right. So I liked mm -hmm. it. I just didn't love it. But now that we addressed the corner situation, we addressed the safety situation, 
and the fact that we got Keanu Neal might play linebacker, so we might don't say no crazy Michael shit. Parsons. Don't say no crazy shit, bro. No, nah, we might put Michael Parsons at DN. I felt you building up to something. I felt you building up. To no, something. no, 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 no. <laughs> man, look, I'm not making no projections to to <laughs> Dallas. I'm just saying now that we can have that option to put Michael Parsons at DN or a linebacker, whether we run a three four or four three, that's where I love him at. Is we can put him alongside Demarcus Lawrence on the edge in a four three, or we could go three four, and we got you know what I'm saying Keanu Neal, Van Der Esch, uh, uh, Jalen Smith. And Michael Parsons, so I do love the way we could change our defense. But you know what I'm saying? I would have loved JC Horn or Patrick Sertan more. I was high on JC Horn. I thought he was Wait, the best. What did JC Horn fall to again? Where Carolina at number eight. Carolina. And then Patrick Sertan went number nine. And that's when I got scared because I'm like, we're going to go offense because Devontae <laughs> Smith sitting right there. Which you can't yeah. hate that pick, but you know, like, you got Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Michael Gallup. You exactly. didn't need another receiver. It's a luxury. But, like, bro, our defense was terrible. And then injuries, I'm like, I would have been okay if we would have got Rashawn Slater at that point, too. If we would have went in number 12 and got Rashawn Slater, our offensive line getting old, they getting hurt. So I would have loved him there, too. But I do like the Michael Parsons pick. And I think it's going to – I'm going to look back five years from now, and I'm be like, man, that was a great pick. I'm glad we ended up – you know, I'm glad mm-hmm. uh, Horn and, and Sertan went <laughs> as good as they're going to be, as good as I think they're going to be. I'll probably look five years from now and be like, we did get the best defensive player in this draft. But I think JOK was one of the best defensive players in this draft too. So for him to fall in the second round is why I 100% agree that Cleveland won this draft. And Edgar, bro, uh, do you have another favorite pick before we move on? Uh, other than Kyle Trask, Kyle Trask was my favorite pick. You know, home team. I, I felt like he was deserving of winning the Heisman until like the last two, three games of the season. Oh, when yeah. Or they folded. I about to say I can't even say it was fully him, but he he did have a part in folding. But of the talent that Trash has, learning under Brady, I totally agree. So Trash was my favorite pick. I really did like uh, J.C. Horn going to the Panthers because I feel like they they need another name to build on other than Christian McCaffrey. After they lost Bradbury, after they lost Bradbury, their cornerbacks been terrible. Yeah, they need him. I I love J.C. Horn's game. Like, he gave so many people problems, bro. I think he the next Jalen Ramsey. I I think he the next Jalen Ramsey, and that's why I had him as number one corner. Ooh, that's tough, bro. I don't think he got that, bro. It is tough, bro. That's why I had him over Sertan. Like, going into the draft, I had him as the number one corner. Because I looked at Sertan as being really good. Like, I think it'll be really good Pro Bowl. But I think I think J.C. Horn will be, like, Bro. all pro. Like, yeah. the Pro Bowls, yeah. you got about four. You got about, what, like, eight Pro Bowl corners. You got about two in each conference or, or four in each conference. I think he's all pro, like, first team in the next yes. three, four years. Um, so, that's why I love J.C. Horn. Uh-huh. And you talk about – you look at his numbers. There's only been one receiver in his career at South Carolina – that had over 50 yards against him, and that was Devontae Smith with 61, who won the Heisman. He's a lockdown corner. Jalen Ramsey was that same way, and he played corner and safety in college. But Jalen Ramsey is that same way. He's I don't care about interceptions. I don't, think he's, I don't know if he's that physical. Is he physical like Ramsey, though? Oh, definitely. Ramsey was different when he Especially, came to the thing is, don't look at J.C. Horn year one and say he can't be the next Jalen Ramsey. Because year one, Jalen Ramsey was good. He wasn't great. But after he got accustomed to the NFL lifestyle and realized, you heard what Jalen Ramsey said, I slid in the dude wide receivers DMs the night before we played him just to piss him off. Once you figure out that formula. Until he ran into my name. 
Smith, Steve Smith had to give that to him, <laughs> but Steve yeah, Smith yeah, yeah. an OG, like he a young yeah, bull trying to disrespect the OG. That's a difference. Like yeah, you don't, yeah. you can't be 23, 24 disrespecting yeah. no 35 guy who been doing this because he not going yeah. for it. And we know Steve Smith was a bad boy at the NFL. Like, not yeah, only was he a great receiver, he was a bad boy, bro. He wanted all the smoke with anybody. He didn't care about your name, number, team, championships. He didn't care about none of that. Steve Smith hey, wanted you, all you the smoke. Show, bro, his own teammate in the nose, my nigga. He don't give a fuck about nobody. No, <laughs> not at all. In the nose, bro. Steve Smith was built different. Like, he's from that era yeah. before where, like, <laughs> he just built different. You're not going to find another Steve Smith in the next 10 years. Like, it's going to make the era have to change to go back, you're going to have to circle back old school to find a guy where you be like, he's Steve Smith. Because nobody's compared to Steve Smith at the end of the yeah, day. Everybody nobody. compared to Hopkins and Michael Thomas, all these new guys. But you don't see the next Steve Smith because there ain't a guy bad enough to be the next Steve Smith. It ain't a wide receiver Hell bad man. enough. Hell no, nah, man. Let's move on to some NBA. Are the Lakers in trouble? They have lost their last six they have lost the last six of eight games, bro. They're on a slide. LeBron just came back a couple of games ago, and they lost, and now he's been out for the past three games, going to miss the next two. How do y'all feel about the Lakers moving forward, man? They're they in a slide. They're talking about playing. They're in that playing conversation. How y'all feel about the Lakers right now? I, I'll let Mo go first. <laughs> they're they're going to be okay. Like, first off, now, now if LeBron – LeBron tweaked his ankle again. That's the problem for me is if he not 100%, and the only thing, I love LeBron. I'm a huge LeBron fan. Like, I think he's the greatest player of all time. But LeBron kind of making excuses. I don't know if I ever be 100%. Uh, whoever I should heard get, that. You know, whoever should, whoever made this playing tournament should be fired. Like, oh, bro. I got the clip, my brother. I got the clip. <laughs> Let me roll it. Playing tournament and and they're not positive. Take a listen. It doesn't matter at the end of the day if I'm not uh, you know 100% close to 100%. It don't matter you know where we land. You know so um, you know that's my mindset. And um, you know if this happens to uh, we end up at sixth or fifth or, or or whatever the case may be, or if we end up in the you know the playoff uh, whatever that thing is, whoever came up there. Uh, need to be fired. You know what it's called, bro. Um, but, <laughs> like this nigga talk about, bro. I hate niggas like him, bro. I hate, bro. We just seen the same shit with Luca, bro. Luca was like, oh, oh, I don't fuck with the play in, but they don't want a couple of games, so we ain't heard Luca say shit about no play in after that. And now the Lakers are slipping back into that territory, and now everybody talking about, oh, we don't fuck with the play in. It's just when y'all niggas get close to that territory, now y'all talk about it. When y'all was in first place, I ain't mm -hmm. hear Ron talk about no damn play in, bro, mm -hmm. or before the season. So that's he was promoting it. He was, he was promoting, promoting it. Portland Crazy. and Memphis and all them other teams. Phoenix should have a chance. He was promoting the play in. Now, now. Had he have said, I promoted it last year because we were in a bubble, we were in a sticky situation, and then doubled down and was like, I hate this shit, I'd be okay. But the fact that, like, you didn't say nothing all year, you knew the plan was a realistic thing. You ain't say nothing all year until you got hurt. And I love LeBron. Like, I think LeBron 100% with AD 100%. I think I don't care who they got to play. They're going to have to go through a gauntlet in the Western Conference regardless. Whether it's home, away, it doesn't matter. You gonna have to play Phoenix, Utah, the Clippers, Denver. Like you gonna face three of those teams, no matter how you want. What you want saying? It. Hold on. What 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 you saying with that though? You saying they finna get knocked off? No, I don't think so. But what oh. I'm saying is like 
You was it was gonna be tough for you to get to the finals. I don't care whether you was one, five, seven, nine. It doesn't matter. It was gonna be tough. So I don't think the Lakers are in trouble. The only way they're in trouble is if LeBron realistically isn't gonna come back a hundred percent. But if AD healthy and we seen him play healthy the other night against Denver, where it was a sloppy game, but they ended up winning. AD had that block at the end of the game. And I know they was already up for, but it was like to secure the win. AD played really good against Jokic. I know Jokic went off, but still, like, AD looked the best he looked since he came back from injury. So if LeBron does end up coming back 100%, no, the Lakers aren't in trouble because there's not a team in the Western Conference better than the Lakers at 100%. You, mano y mano, all the teams 100% against the Lakers. There's not a team. I don't care about where game seven is at. We're talking about game seven with LeBron James. There's not a player in the Western Conference that I would take in a game seven over a healthy LeBron James. And I don't care about no Kawhi. I love Chris Paul. I don't care about Chris Paul. I don't care about Devin Booker. I don't care about Steph Curry. I don't care about none of them guys. If I'm game seven, home or away, and I got LeBron James, I feel pretty good about my chances winning that series because I got LeBron. I got And whether you think he's a goal or not, I got the greatest guy of this era in a game seven. Uh, I think they're in trouble. I'm going to go on record saying again that I do not think either L.A. team will make it to the conference championship, let alone the actual NBA finals. I've been saying this multiple multiple episodes, though, so this ain't my first time saying it. But (laughs) I'm I'm a huge LeBron fan, my my favorite player of all time. But I honestly – and I've seen a poll about this today. And it's due to injury, but I think we're starting to slowly see the decline of LeBron. And as great as he's see, I seen nah, that poll too, bro. As, as I seen great that as, poll too. As great as he still is, because even at eighty five percent, you don't want to mess with Bron. Like let, Bron let's played, be honest, he played but mind games. He, he does, bro. But everybody hit a decline sooner or later, and you it, it happens when you least expect it. It might happen through an injury. He it might TB? happen. Brady hasn't hit it yet. TB? Brady oh. hasn't hit it yet. Man, Brady filled with weapons galore LeBron, right now. LeBron, so LeBron is the NBA version of Brady, bro. But I, I don't – and that's a uh, – I'll get into that argument later. But back to this topic, I honestly feel like health reasons, I feel like the Lakers are in trouble. If they get in a play-in situation, I trust them to win that at least. But once playoff time starts – I don't see them making it to the conference finals at all. I told Quincy, if they have to play Denver, and Denver is at 100% health, even with Jamal Murray out, I still see them winning the series, honestly, because Denver is just that tough. And then you already talking about Phoenix with the three-headed monster, a CP3, Booker, and Aiden. The Clippers, even if the Clippers beat them in the first round if they play, I still see the Clippers losing later down the line. So health reasons alone, I'm worried about the Lakers, not even – considering the fact that they're going to have to play just as talented teams. I love LeBron. If he somehow pulled through and win this shit, that's great. But I just don't see it happening this season. I honestly am not overreacting to this shit, bro. If Like you said, it's all on LeBron's health. If LeBron come back 85%, I'm chilling, my boy. And I honestly don't think it's going to be that hard of a path because we said the same shit last year. We said this is going to be one of the hardest paths LeBron done went through. He got to see Portland. He got to see Houston. We thought the Clippers was going to be there, so but we, they ended up seeing Denver. But we said the same shit. 
And I feel like I'm hearing the same type of things. Like, they're going to see the hardest matchups. And I think it's going to be five game series in the first couple of rounds. Even five? if they see uh, Houston, nah, if they, I mean, if they see uh, Utah, five. if they see a uh, Utah, if they see a Suns, five. I don't think they're getting past six. I think they're going to get to six games with the Clippers. That's it. I'm I think it's going to be five, five, every six. Ser- every series that they're going to play, let's say they do get to the conference finals or the NBA finals. Every con- every series they're going to be in is going six games. Five, two, six games. Six? With the Denver? With the healthy Bron? With the- Yes, with the Come healthy Denver? Oh, nah, Denver's not going to be healthy, healthy, though. They missing Murray. Jamal, they missing Jamal Murray. Murray gone. That's it, He's gone. Murray gone. I promise you. Murray's gone, gone for sure. And we've seen yeah. what happened with Murray healthy. Five it's games. Bye-bye. He's gonna be at 100%. LeBron said that because he plays he's mind, mind games. games. I'm, I'm he's LeBron, he's building y'all. up his fifth championship. We know this, we've seen it. LeBron is I'm building hope, up his fifth championship. I'm hoping you're right. I honestly am. I'm, this is gonna be, I, I, I think this will be the year that we see the transition and the passing of the torch. I think we will see the passing of the torch to AD this season, and we will see AD be the finals MVP and the best player on the Lakers this season. I think this will be nah. the passing of the tour season. Uh-uh. I think this will be it, bro. I think AD is going to show in the playoffs that he's going to – everything is going to flow through AD. No, LeBron will be like, oh, I, I agree with Everything was going to flow through nah, AD. I, I agree with everything flowing through him. Uh, but uh, but I, I he going to show the most out of LeBron, LeBron and he's going to be the finals MVP. I LeBron just don't – I agree with you that they win. <laughs> like, I, I agree that you would say they win the final. I just can't say – that any team that LeBron is on, he's not going to be the finals MVP. That's, That's my only thing. thing. Even if AD played a little bit better. Defensively, though, you can't think about the defense, the impact he has defensively. Defense doesn't. Def- defense. Still but, get the but yeah, defense <laughs> doesn't make wild. you. No, nah, it's not about that. It's, I think AD, I think AD is a great player. And I think defensively, he's an impact. Look at the Lakers. When he's on the court, they're a great defensive team. What? The second best defensive team in the NBA? The only thing is, I just don't see a team with LeBron James on on the jersey of whatever team you play for, any other player winning finals MVP unless that man's name is Kevin Durant. Because that's the only player I think is close to him as far as best player in the league. So I just It's been don't two see... years where two people could have got it over him, bro. It, could, it was two years. It was the one year he choked against the Mavericks because D-Wade damn sure would have won the MVP. And it was last year when the first five games, when they thought they was going to beat, beat Miami in five, that finals MVP was going to AD. They they strung out the series, and that shit ended up going to Bron because Bron took over those last two games, and that's when nah, Bron ended up they, taking over. But bro. like Rondo, they really ended up winning that series because Rondo and KCP stepped up though. Like they well, Bron was, was like the, the one getting the most of the credit, and AD was injured. Is what I'm saying. Because he's it was LeBron be AD's James. Finals MVP. Yeah, but he's LeBron James. Anthony Davis still don't have that deuce over LeBron. Like at the end of the day, it's narratives and like. Because at the end of the day, bro, Steph Curry has three championships and hasn't won a finals MVP. There's no way in hell you could tell me Iguodala deserved that finals MVP over <laughs> Steph all. Curry, bro. We talking about, oh, he shut down LeBron. Bro, this man LeBron averaged what, like 32, 9, and 8? Bro, it was just a simple fact, like, Steph Curry didn't have 30 points a game is why they gave it to somebody else. But there's no way. I get the two with Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant is the best player on the team. He's better than Steph Curry. But to say that Steph Curry has three championships and don't have a finals MVP, that's because his name ain't LeBron James. LeBron not winning five championships and not having five finals MVPs attached to his name. Bro, they building the case for a GOAT. That's the argument. That, That argument sells. That argument has you tuning in on FS1. 
You know how many, bro, you know if LeBron win the championship, you know how many people watch FS1 to listen to Shannon Sharp, clown Skip Bayless. Now let's move on to the other team in uh, the Eastern Conference. Not the Nets and not the 76ers, but the Bucks. The Bucks had two nice wins over the Nets, granted with no uh, James Harden. But are the Bucks turning a corner? They had. It looks like Giannis is stepping up, bro. Guarding the best player in KD and, uh, in the clutch minutes, scoring forty in both games. What are we seeing with Giannis right now? Are we seeing a, a changing of the guard? Is where the Bucks step up in the playoffs? All we saw was the regular season Bucks. That's all we saw. Is that what y'all checking it up as? <laughs> no, is that what? Do, are we, we not going to see a changing of the guard? All in the we playoffs? saw was the regular season Bucks. That's all we saw. Come playoff time, you know what the fuck's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, Most? like, I think the Bucks are turning a corner, but I, I would say they're turning a corner because now I think it's realistic that it's possible we see a Bucks and Nets in the conference finals and not Nets and 76ers. I think maybe that's why they're turning a corner. Maybe they'd be good enough to beat Philly, but I don't want to hold too much weight in them beating what the, what Kyrie and no Harden. Like, that's, that's, that's a big deal because once Harden got to Brooklyn – Bro, he looked like an MVP candidate. We know how good Harden is, and we know he folds in the playoffs. I know that. The deeper whoa, it gets, whoa, whoa. Uh, Harden folds like in the not. playoffs. Yeah. No, no, like, we're not like agreeing in, with that. In, in, I'm, in not agreeing with that. <laughs> I'm not agreeing with that. Harden folds in the playoffs. The deeper nah. he gets, the less he gets. I feel like he folded one time in the playoffs. Y'all took two that narrative times. and ran with it, bro. He's I folded, don't agree with bro, that Bro, he's folded about two or three times. i say one. Like, I even say championship. Bro, I even say he folded. I definitely say he folded in the conference finals uh, against Golden State. When even though CP3, bro, James Harden led that team. They, bro, they were up 16 points against Golden State. The man went one for 31 from three. Like, come on, like, and, but Chris but Paul. but James Harden with no Chris Paul, James Harden in that game six was also up 16 points, and that's why you say they were missing Chris Paul because they didn't have a guy to manage the lead. So that's why I say Harden failed in that series is because they could have used Chris Paul to manage the 16 point lead that James Harden led them to, but they still was trying to play that James Harden Mike D'Antoni offense and get a shot off in eight seconds. And that's not how you win the championship when you're up 18. Because let alone, if if James if they win that game and they go on to the finals, James Harden has a championship, and from here on out, there's no more pressure for the rest of his career. He don't have to win four or five championships. He really don't care. James Harden not chasing GOAT status. He's not going to be the greatest player of all time. So whether he win one or five, it really doesn't matter. He won't be considered the GOAT. All he needs is that one. But I, th I do think the Bucks are turning a corner. And like I said, I could see them being the team in the Easter Conference Finals. But I do agree that I, I do agree that it, it is the regular season Bucks. Like, we just finally are seeing the regular season Bucks. What are they going to do in the playoffs? Like, that's my only but, thing. Do you, how, do you, how do you think Drew Holiday will impact this team, though, bro? Because I think Not he's the lot. X factor with these last. I don't think a lot. That, like, I, I think I a little more. I think they'll be better. I think they'll, I be, think better. they'll be better. But, like, bro, they lost to Miami in five last year. I, in know, I, I agree with that. And, like, do you see them because of this through how they beat Philly, who Joel Embiid, pre-injury, was MVP candidate. He was the lead MVP. And he came back from injury, and he still looked like if it wasn't for him missing 18 mm. games, he'd win the MVP. You talking about Ben Simmons, who might win defensive player of the year? We talking about a Philly team. That's a good matchup. That's a good matchup, though, bro. Philly's team, they lineup is what? 
six nine, six seven, six eight, six ten, seven foot. That's what they starting five look like with Seth Curry, who if it wasn't for Jordan Clarkson playing so great, Seth Curry would have an argument for being six man of the year. So I think Milwaukee, like they're turning a corner. Giannis is having like an underrated MVP season because he's won back to back. So nobody gonna give Giannis that credit. He was gonna have to average like forty for him to win MVP for three straight years. <laughs> Because they weren't going to give it to him because LeBron's never done it. Jordan never did it. I don't think Kareem ever won three in, in a row. So, like, for Giannis to be the first to do that, that's not the player you want to be the first player to ever win three straight MVPs. But I don't see – I don't know if the Bucks are realistically able to get to the finals. So, like, if they do get to the conference finals, it's, like, about damn time. That's what we wanted to see from them. But as far as turning a corner and saying, do I see them as a – finals team nah because i just don't see them beating brooklyn fully healthy easy to me like i think Giannis is the top five player in the league in the regular season i don't know if he's the top five player in the league in the postseason and so i have to see it from Giannis in the postseason for me to say they're turning a corner and i don't think they coach good enough either i don't think that's their coach the big, is good enough to make it shake either issue. yeah that's the biggest issue bro is definitely the coaching bro that nigga there, cause he don't he don't play Giannis enough. I think that's what another big issue. Like he don't play Giannis enough in the playoffs. Giannis still be getting regular season minutes in the playoffs. Like Giannis supposed to be pushing like 40, 41 minutes. He's still getting thirty five that he playing in the playoffs. Yeah, like be playing because you know LeBron played forty plus minutes. AD played forty plus minutes. You seen Jimmy Butler in the finals play forty plus minutes. Like you go all in on the playoffs. You're supposed to rest your guy in the regular season. Milwaukee's supposed to be the team kind of like the Lakers. You're okay with Giannis playing 32, 33 minutes and losing because it's not about, you know what I'm saying, the regular season. But for Milwaukee, it is because they don't have no post. They don't have no guy who has no postseason resume that, like, that guy's incredible. So they carry the same logic that they had in the postseason into the postseason that they have the regular season. It's not going to work. Which is why Budenholzer could find himself losing his job. Because Giannis did just sign that five-year deal when we, I was hoping he'd be a free agent and bring his ass to Miami with, with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. We didn't want him. We didn't want him. Oh, we I wanted Giannis. Oh, we I didn't, wanted we Giannis. Giannis. We get Kawhi this summer, so we good. Giannis. We get Kawhi this If we get Kawhi, I'll take that. But I wanted Giannis. Like, I was all why? in on he don't fit. He don't fit with Bam, though, bro. He don't fit yeah, with Bam. Yeah, that don't fit to me. That don't, I don't fit care. at all. He's better than what we <laughs> yeah, got. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Just He's Giannis. I don't care. You're right. He doesn't really fit with Bam, but I don't care. His name was Giannis Antetokounmpo, and he was going to be better than anything we have right now because I'm so frustrated with Tyler Hero that, like, I'm ready to get rid of Tyler Hero. I, I'm ready. I've been ready for that. How long have I been saying this shit, bro? It's time. I'm ready. No, bro. We don't have James Harden because of Tyler Hero. Like, let's just, Miami fans, just look at that. We don't have James Harden because Tyler Hero was the guy that we said, nah, we're not getting rid of. Bro, I'm not saying that man's a bum, but that social media GOAT stuff that they started last year is not it. Like, that's not it. He's not a GOAT. He's not a I baby GOAT. You. I believe in you, Tyler. I believe in you. And They're calling the him a baby goat. Miami. They, need to, they need to just call him yeah. a kid. For everybody that does not know, the definition <laughs> of a baby goat is a the, the real logical term is a kid. We're going to call him I a kid. I believe in him. I think he's a good player, but he's yeah. not a guy who makes a difference in why I trade for James Harden or not. Like, Miami had a realistic shot of getting James Harden. And we said no, no because of Tyler Hero. 
That I, I, if he would have went to Houston along with like Duncan Robinson or whatever, I'd be like, man, Tyler Hero and John Wall and all them guys, they got something going a little bit for the future. They could build, da da da. But when you talk about Miami, who just went to the finals and you trying to figure out how you can get back, and you didn't trade for James Harden, you let him go to another Eastern Conference team in Brooklyn and even Philly. Like it was a possibility of him going to Philly. You seen the two like contenders for James Harden was Philly and Brooklyn. You said, nah, we don't want to compete with them because of Tyler Hill. You done lost your mind, Pat Riley. I love you. You gave us LeBron. But you done missed out on Kevin Durant. Even Gordon Hayward at the time. I wanted Gordon Hayward. We done missed out on Giannis. And we done missed out on James Harden. Next is Kawhi Leonard because it's possible that Kawhi is a free agent. And what better fit for him than South Beach? But if we miss out on Kawhi with him as a free agent, then Pat yeah, Riley is Miami really, you know, Party in the yeah. city when the heat is on. I don't, I don't know if it's that. But big. I don't think he has. I don't think he has any pressure though, bro. We just got to the finals last year. He high key can yeah. chill. Like he has like some leeway. And, and to we, get were, back. we were we were we're missing out yeah. on championships. True. Like, that's the only True. thing. We didn't get Kevin Durant. We didn't get Gordon Hayward. We we passed on James Harden because of Tyler Hero. And then if we don't get Kawhi Leonard, we got Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler. I felt like when we got him, he's his prime perfect ain't for long. the Heat culture. His prime ain't long, bro. But he's not going to be, what is he, 32, 33 years 32? old right now? Yeah. This man not going to be great at 36. Like, like everybody got to stop looking at LeBron and seeing what exactly. he does. Just like in the NFL, everybody got to stop looking at Brady and seeing what he does at 42, 43 years old and think that's the formula. Bro, them dudes are different. And this is the thing about Hero, bro. Miami is so good at developing players, bro, that you could have made somebody like a Tyler Hero. Like, none plays exactly like Hero, but y'all continue to bitch none for some reason and give Hero all this time. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, Max Struess is playing great for the Heat right now. It's like, bro, why are you giving uh, Hero so much credit and overrating him when you're developing developing players, bro, that can fit the system? It like, Struess, none, Akpala. Like, you could have had Harden and just developed players that would fit the system even better. That's why it just doesn't make sense to me, bro, what they're doing but by overvaluing this nigga, bro. It does not make sense. It does not make sense. But let's move on to Two Wild Wednesday. Edgar, what we got for the day, man? We got the first poll right here. Uh, I was just bullshitting when I made this, honestly, because I heard somebody else say it. <laughs> uh, but the first poll we got is Julius Randle is the new front runner for MVP. Too wild or not too wild? Too wild as fuck. Too wild. Not too wild. Yeah, that's too, too wild. wild. Yes, I, res- I respect what the Knicks are doing. The Knicks are no longer the laughing stock of the NBA, but too wild <laughs> as fuck. And that poll is winning 88% for too wild. Does it really say? Uh, next one, which QB wide receiver duo will succeed first? Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith, or Tua and uh, Jalen Waddle? Uh, I say Jalen Joe Waddle Burrow and Jamar Chase. I would say them, bro, but I don't I know how Joe long Burrow, Burrow is going to get in the pocket. How much time are you going to I said Burrow and Chase, too. Yeah, I say Burrow and Chase. I just – I know the pocket is a, is a – problem but they did get a couple offensive linemen but my next would be probably Tua, Tua and Jalen Waddle like, they, that they have that oh yeah that's my first one that's my yeah, first one they, ha- they have that connection like any guy who comes into the league and has a connection with the quarterback day one is dangerous but I think Jamar Chase is better than Jalen Waddle and I think Joe Burrow is better than Tua so I would say Joe, Joe Burrow and, and 
Jamar Chase. Exactly. My exact reason. Tua and Waddle are winning that poll, though, 50%. Burrow and Chase are right behind that 40. That makes sense. I can agree with that. Uh, this next one is good. I, I think we might all agree. Uh, who is the greatest scorer of this generation? LeBron, Ooh, I KD, have a for this one. Steph, or Harden? Uh, I said oh, KD, I, I, easily. I think KD, but I'm going to play a clip, and I want you guys' opinion on it. So who you got, Mo? I'm, I love LeBron, but I got to go KD. Yeah, I got KD. to. I, I greatest scorer, I got to go KD. Greatest scorer is KD. Yeah, greatest scorer we have go. seen, honestly. No, nah, I'm flipping. I'm going Harden. I'm going Harden. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going Harden. At that, bro. I'm, I'm going Harden. Matter of fact, yeah, I'm going Harden. Greatest score, I'm going Harden. I don't yep. know, bro. KD two. I got the one A one B. I'm going Harden. If bro, Harden if, is for me, ridiculous. If KD at one and Jordan at two, I can't put Harden over Jordan when it comes to scoring. So wait, Listen. you got KD as the greatest score of all time? Oh yeah, definitely. I want y'all to listen to this clip, my boy, because this shit hit. James, KD. LeBron James. Score. LeBron James. It was a winner. I was a winner. I, I hear exactly what you're saying. <laughs> I hear exactly what you're saying. And, and I, people might disagree with me, but understand this. The greatest score is not only its consistency, its longevity, and its amounts. Now, it might not be these crazy bursts. Like for me, I was never like a 40 point a game. I was like every night you were going to get between between on my best you were going to get between like 17 and 30. Every single night. I was not a 9 points 51 22. No, I was just very consistent. LeBron James playoff scoring, right? Playoff scoring. He passed Michael Jordan 3 seasons ago and he's going to add to that, right? Or before his career ends. So to pass LeBron James in all-time playoff scoring records, somebody is going to have to do what? Average 30 <laughs> points a game and go to like 13 NBA finals. That shit's not gonna be broken. That, the, the playoff one's not, and then he's gonna pass Kareem. So as much as we don't view him as a scorer, right? Like Steph's greatest shooter, Kevin he's Durant. Making points, like, bro. He's making points, bro. Because he's so big, but like, who's the greatest scorer? He's number four all time right now. You know, so funny. I had an argument with someone about that, and it was like, uh, it was like uh, he's not even a, a, a natural scorer. And I was like, and that should be funny because <laughs> the guy who's a fast, per, a fast uh, pass first thinker has beaten out two dominant scores. Guys that like, just scored they first. They just scored first and and that's not a disrespect. So how do you first? <laughs> like I said, how do you say he So he you just heard it from Richard Jefferson and yeah. Gilbert Arenas, bro, that LeBron is the greatest scorer of all time. So he's he's playoff dude, scoring he's far away. Do y'all got a fourth. top five? I do have a top five for scores. So I'm gonna be honest. I picked Harden because I ain't wanna be a LeBron homer. I ain't want people to I play safe. I ain't want people to kill me for saying LeBron. Like, because no, I could bring a thousand numbers to say, bro, LeBron's the greatest scorer of all time. But he's not exciting because, well, he's he's been very exciting. But, like, he's not a killer from the three-point. People are tired of him playing the bully ball and, you know, shooting over 60% in the paint, over 38% from three-point line. But, like, based on what he said, it is LeBron. But. James Harden to me is a better scorer than KD. 
Like I do think I now, agree. I think KD is a more efficient scorer than Harden, but I think Harden is a better scorer. You look at how deadly Harden is, and then like offensively, I know his numbers took a knock playing with Brooklyn because he kind of took the step back to play alongside KD and Kyrie. For the simple fact, it's not about he's not the best scorer out of those three. He's just the best passer and playmaker out of those three. So his numbers was going to take a step because for them to win a championship, somebody was going to have to sacrifice. And Harden said, you know what, damn it, I ain't winning championships. I'll make it happen. Kyrie got a championship. KD got a championship. So I'll do whatever I got to do to get a championship. But to say that, bro, Harden, and whether people like it or not, I don't love that he's such a great scorer. Bro, he gets foul calls. He's a 90% he's free he's throw shooter. And the reason why, bro, he's allowed, he's played to the rules. The rules are soft. I understand it. He's at the free throw line 18 to 20 times a game. And but he played to the rules. You can't be mad at him for that. That's what I've been telling you. You can't be mad at him for that. But I just, I can't respect that, bro. And it's not no, his fault. It's not his fault. It's not his fault completely. But I still just can't – I can't call you the greatest scorer i ever seen, and you're looking to get the foul before you even look to get the shot half of the Most time. Most of the NBA is doing that. But he, look at Luka. the lead person. Look at Luka. Look at But Dre. look at Luka. Who is Luka's game mirrored all off of? That, all that has trickled from Harden over the past three to four years. But Luka's game is mirrored off of – like, everybody like to compare Luka to LeBron because he could pass and no, rebound I, I don't and blase, blase, but people like to do that. But, bro, Luca is Harden. Like, he's like he's the white Harden. Like, he's the white Harden. Y'all niggas Harden is when I was saying this at first. Everybody talk about, and I know Steph, bro, first off, Steph Curry transformed the game to what it is today. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, everybody has to agree with that. I feel like, you know what I'm saying, you got, you, you watch the young bulls go out there and play, you know, pick up basketball. Everybody want to be a three-point shooter. Well, like, you know, we came up, it was special for you to be a three-point shooter. Now, everybody is a three-point shooter. Like, if you had a three-point shot, because, like, for me growing up playing basketball, bro, I was a three-point shooter. Like, that's just not great. If I couldn't do anything else, I could shoot threes. My coaches just tell me, you're going to have a long career, da-da-da. Now, outside of injuries and all that, you're going to have a long career because you can shoot threes. But then if you transform my game now, nigga, everybody's shooting threes. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, like, what makes me, what separates me, because now I'm average because – Everybody got two or three really good to great three-point shooters on their team where eight years ago, nine years ago when I was in high school, my the college coaches, oh, yeah, you you a three-point shooter. We, we definitely can figure out a way to use you. Now it's like, bro, you're a three-point shooter just like the 10 other guys on your team, yeah, the yeah. 12 <laughs> other guys on the other team, the 50 other guys in the state of Florida, the 1,000 other guys in the country. So, but I think James Hart, bro, he played to the rules. Can you ever be mad at a guy who played to the rules? Like, you know, you if, you might not have to respect it, but he did it. it he, but if y'all if y'all had to give y'all top five for greatest scorers, who y'all got? In, in order, in, in you order just, or just, just five in greatest? In order, in order. It's, it's five, and we talk about specifically scoring. So I feel like it should be easy. And it's to funny because in the in that clip, they went on to further expand on the conversation, and they were just saying that, yeah, Steph is the greatest shooter we've ever seen. KD is the greatest weapon, like the weapon scorer that we have ever seen. And I That's honestly think point. Harden is the 
Yeah, because he's seven foot and he can shoot from anywhere on, on the court. And I feel like Harden is one of the smartest players that we've ever one of the smartest scorers that we've ever seen. Just with all, what you said about him playing to the rules. I said the same thing about I said if Kobe had this same advantage, Kobe would have been doing the same thing. And niggas disagree with me. But I said if Kobe had this type of rules in his day, you don't he think Kobe gonna be able to lie 30. Kobe was Kobe too was smart too not smart. to use the game to his advantage. So I don't understand. That's what he did his whole career. Like, that's what Kobe did his whole career. Now, granted, we look at the change of rules. So, like, Kobe didn't do what Harden is doing because them wasn't the rules. But Kobe is a great – like, my top five, I can't really say in order. But, like, well, just, when I think about – Well, just give me five there. Just give me five. Yeah. See, what my fifth one, everybody going to hate. My, my fifth go, one, everybody going to hate. So, I have to go Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, Harden – Man, I gotta go mellow, man. I gotta go mellow, bro. I'm I not mad mellow, at that. I, I gotta mad. go mellow, bro. And I, 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 I understand. I, understand. I could understand him, if he, you take. He just broke like the top 15, I think, for a score. If you all time. he broke top 10, top 10. he's actually 10. He 10. If you take if you take KD over mellow, because KD is six for me, like and it's five A and five B. So if you take KD over mellow for me, I'll be okay with that. I'll be like, you know what? I agree. You give me some solid points on why you would take KD over mellow. I'll be like, bro, I, I can see. I'll let you take Kevin Durant. I'm not going to argue. But, bro, people sleep on how good. That's all mellow did was score oh, yeah. points. Like, that's all. We talking about a first ballot Hall of Famer, and his career was scoring points. I got to put Carmelo up there, like, because I can't. I could talk about his Portland, you know, nine points. And we can talk about it, Houston and, and OKC. Let's talk about Denver Mellow and New York Mellow. Bro, Denver. New York and Denver Mellow was probably, if it wasn't for Kobe and it wasn't for LeBron, you look at Denver Mellow, you talk about Kobe. You, you look at New York Mellow, you talk about LeBron. If it wasn't for them two players in that era, Carmelo Anthony has been the best scorer in the league. Yeah, I, I would go with uh, Harden would be in there for me. KD would be in there for me. LeBron, Jordan. And it's funny because now you get to a place where you got you got Kobe, you can go mellow. Damn, you can say Steph too. I wouldn't be mad if yeah, Steph, 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 Steph I think I would have Steph. I don't think you can put Steph in the top five. You can't have Steph. I, you can, bro. I think you, he gets. I think you know him for three pointers, but I think he can get to the rack and shoot mid ranges just as good as all of that shit, bro. You can't have Steph labeled as the greatest shooter ever and not have Without, him in the top five. Of I, but I have as the greatest shooter of all time. But like when I look at it right now, like I look at guys who can score just as good as Steph, and there's two guys in the NBA at his position. That can score just as good as him. Now, whether they did it at a greater Kyrie. level, because we talk about playoffs, bro, Kyrie and Dame look like those two guys are just as go just as good scores as Steph Curry right now. In the NBA. Now, I think Steph is better. I think he's a better player, and I, he definitely ranks as a greater player of all time on my list. But if but I look there, at I guys think it's different play score, styles, though, bro. I think it's a different play style. style. That's what it is. Like, I think, bro, to me. If if Kyrie wasn't so hated, if he didn't have some of his antics, and if he was healthy year in and year out, I think Kyrie would be on everybody's list as one of the greatest scorers of all time. I think he'd be in your top five, but he's never really healthy a full season. Ever since he's before LeBron, pre-LeBron and post-LeBron, he's been like missing. He, he's been wild. Oh, it's he too many variables Cleveland. with Kyrie. There's it's so many variables yeah. with Kyrie, but I think like you put him fully healthy, for for majority of his career, because injuries happen, but you put him fully healthy for majority of his career. 
Bro, Kyrie, when you watch him at 100% on the basketball court, bro, he do things that, like, damn, I ain't seen don't this do. Before. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you, to me, like, you see him do things that you be like, man, he's like Allen Iverson, but better. But, Way like, more he's steel. not going to rank yeah. over mm -hmm. Allen Iverson on all time because there's all those variables. But when you watch Kyrie, he's almost a better version of Allen Iverson. But so many mm -hmm. variables that I'm not going to put him over Allen Iverson on my all-time list. But Kyrie is one of those guys, too, and that's why I can't put Steph in my top five because I just think there's another guy who could give him competition for being just as good a scorer as him and that's Kyrie Irving. Because my top five, not not in order since we're not doing orders right now, I got KD, Jordan, Brian, Steph, and uh, what you call it, Kobe at five, and on six and seven, I got Harden and Melo. I totally agree with the Melo point. I like that, though, because KD and Steph would be my six and seven. Yes, sir. All right, what's the next one? Next one we got uh, Westbrook is a top three point guard of all time. Too wild or not too wild? Too wild. By the end of his career? By the end of his career? I don't think it's too wild. Steph and Isaiah Thomas and then Magic. Y'all sleep on Isaiah Thomas. That's who y'all really be sleep on. Nah, that I don't nigga, think it's no, too that wild. nigga beat that nigga beat Larry Bird. I don't think it's that too nigga wild, beat bro. Magic, and he beat Michael Jordan. Y'all niggas do bro, not give bro, Isaiah bro, Thomas bro, enough it's respect. Not even, it's not even about and CP three above Westbrook too. I will put CP three above Westbrook too. But it's not like to me when you talk about okay, we'll talk about CP three, Curry, and Westbrook. What do point guards do? Like, Steph Curry is a point guard by size. He's not a point guard by game. He's a new age point guard. But if I'm holding on to the old school point guard, but Russell Westbrook is a walking. Forget the triple-double. Forget the triple-double because rebounds don't matter for point guards. So let's take the rebounds away. He's a walking 10-plus assist guy every season. Like, he's walking 10-plus assists plus points let's take away rebounds because rebounds to me would just emphasize my point let's talk about assists what do point guards do they make plays for others that's why people sleep on chris paul that's why people sleep on isaiah thomas and that's why people don't sleep on steph curry because steph curry don't really make plays for others he's a point yes, he guard by hold being on, he, he, he does we ain't gonna, he does. We ain't gonna that. do that like what year what year what year has he averaged 10 assists like what year is he having seven assists in the game? When it comes to seven assists in the game, when it comes seven to, Steph, game seven. to Steph, the actual number. Well, what are we? What are we saying? We saying that you have to be a good point guard. You have to average ten assists. That's that's but not we talking about. But we talking about. But we talking about like as a true point guard because like like well, the point a guy listens changed though, bro. So and, and it's changed. So that makes you like that's where the argument could go both ways. Because I hear what you're saying, Steph. Do he's a playmaker. But he's not a player like Westbrook in his own era. He don't make plays like Westbrook in his own era. We're talking about a guy who... Westbrook is ball dominant, though, bro. Curry don't have to have him. Is that Westbrook's he's, fault? But he's, is that but Westbrook's I'm not fault? That, I'm not saying that his fault, but you're saying creating plays. He's getting players open because so much attention is drawn to him, so all he has to do is kick it out. Like, how, much, how many assists is Curry averaging right now? The difference is why he's getting assists as opposed to that's just what Westbrook do. Westbrook, because the thing about assists is players have to hit shots. And outside, we can look at every second best player. There's Westbrook has always had an adequate second best player. In and when he was at OKC, he had an adequate third best player when he had KD and Harden. But let's take away when KD left. 
Man averaged a triple-double. Man averaged 10-plus assists. Who was his second-best player? Paul George? Okay, cool. Who was his third-best player? We don't know. Maybe Melo? I mean, Melo would be his third-best player, but, like, uh, Carmelo and OKC wasn't that good. Let's take it to Houston. James Harden was the second-best player. Adequate enough to give me I, – I could get James Harden Adequate. five or six – I can like I'm saying if I'm Westbrook, I can get I can get Harden five or six open shots easily. Like five or six, because Harden ball dominant also. So I could easily get him five or six shots. But the other half I have to acclimate for who am I passing to? PJ Tucker in the corner, which is a really good corner three, but I have to get him the ball though. I have to get him the ball. I have to get these guys the ball outside of his second best play with Steph. But what are, we ar- what are we arguing, though, bro? What are we arguing? Are we arguing that Harden, Steph's By the end of Westbrook career, he could be a top three point guard. It won't be sexy because people ain't going to love it. Like, yeah, people, because people hate Westbrook. He's people, the villain, you either bro. love he's him or you hate him. I'm you either love him or you hate him. He's top five. I'll probably put him top five, top But I think he could be top three. He could be. I don't, that's, that's how was a point guard solidified? Top three is solidified to me. That's why. But I how was a point wild, guard? Though, how was a point? It's not too wild because how was a point guard who in four of the past five seasons averaged a triple double, where we, we seen seen Oscar Robinson do it once, thought we never see it do it again. Westbrook won an MVP. Westbrook won an MVP oh, off of doing it the first time. Now this man said, "Hold my beer." I'm going to do it four out of five well, of the success past Success is seasons. taking into account in that, bro. Success is taken into account. Playoff success. And Westbrook does we not have that, bro. We can't measure yes, playoff you, success. You have to. Yes, you can, no. bro. That's why no. Isaiah Thomas is oh, above no, a Westbrook. Talent-wise, you can say Westbrook is more athletic, more than all of that shit. But, bro, you have to say Isaiah Thomas because he's beating the cream I mean, of the crop. I oh, feel does you know because... hold more weight or does talent hold more weight? But does I feel you know. He, has, he but... has all of that. Isaiah Thomas has all of that. Step but I feel you though. I feel you though, cause cause I say Tom Brady the greatest quarterback of all time, but I don't think he's the best quarterback of all time. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I don't think he's the best yeah. player I've ever seen. I think Peyton Manning was better. But when we talk about championships, we talk about greatness. Obviously, bro, six Super Bowls was enough. Five was enough. He did seven, bro. He solid. If he had to solidify being the goat last year, he did. But I get that. But at the same time, when we just ranking, we going in football and we ranking positions. And we talk about a point guard, bro, Russell Westbrook, like, triple-double king. Like, he's about to have the Y'all most triple-doubles. That, triple that matters. Like, like it matters, bro, but I'm not, I'm not going to put him. I'm not going to vote him into the top three. He's like, the king of something. I'm not, I'm not going to fall for that shit when it. I see somebody like Steph Curry have more impact on the court, my nigga. If I'm not everybody could do it. They would do. I'm not it, taking like that away from him. Nobody else is doing it. I'm not taking that away from him. But I'm looking at impact on the court. And, and I'm looking at Steph Curry's stats. And y'all say he ain't playmaking. Well, for 2013 to 2020, we got eight and a half assists, eight assists. Oh, seven no, assists, I agree. Seven he, assists, he's a playmaker assists. for sure. He a playmaker. And, uh, and you can't say that Westbrook is the old school point guard. He, you can, he is. But we're in a new era, bro, where all of these point guards just but play. Is, this is a different style of but point But is guard. Steph a better point guard? Than Russell Westbrook as point yes. guard. Yes, I don't think he's a better because he's drawing point guard. more attention. Well, when drawing that, is attention, he drawing more attention than Westbrook? Though I get yeah. Westbrook can't shoot. Oh my, bro. I get Westbrook can't shoot. Me, 
Do but is he really bro with, with, with Westbrook with the ball in his hands? I disagree with that. Steph drawing way more. You not play with me, bro. We're talking about We're talking about a man who can shoot from the logo and walk away before the ball. But I'm saying I don't think way more, bro, because Westbrook is he's not as deadly from deep. Clearly, we know we Curry is the deadliest player from deep. But to say that Westbrook ain't, bro, it's close. It might be Steph by it's gonna be Steph by a little bit, but it's Westbrook close. with the ball in his hands, is, bro, he's dangerous. Oh, it's close, bro. It's Russell close. When he when Russell Westbrook attacks the rim, one of the greatest players that we've ever seen. But Steph Curry can do all that shit. He can give you from forty feet. But he can Steph give you can't feet. attack the rim like the, Westbrook. Yes, he can. No. Oh my goodness, no, no, no. 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 Take that shit back, no. Mo. Take that shit back. You he don't want can't. me to pull up facts, Mo. No, take that back, he Mo. He can't, bro. He back. can't. Oh, Kyrie Kyrie Irving oh attacked the rim better oh than Steph God. Curry. Huh? Kyrie Irving attacked the rim better than Steph Curry. Take that back, bro. That's Take that's that facts. That's facts. No, please say you're playing, bro. Bro, they you don't he, he, he can't attack the rim like Westbrook. Like oh, yeah, can I he attack the rim? That, that's what that's all I'm really. saying. That's all you, I'm saying. You didn't can, say that at first. You didn't no, say that at first. Steph can attack. My fault. Okay, so what I meant was, like, Steph can't attack the rim like Westbrook. Steph can't attack the rim like Kirk, Kyrie. Can he attack the rim? Yeah. But, bro, he's not, like, he's not better than Westbrook attacking the rim. If, if, like, he's better than Westbrook in all other areas. He's not a better Mid-range. passer than Westbrook. Mid-ranger. He's not a better Is passer than Westbrook. No. If, 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 if Steph that's Curry had the ball in his hands all game like Russell Westbrook, how many assists is he getting? The same that he got because well, he has the game. He has the no, ball he in his hands not, most of Steph, the time. Bro, Draymond is the point guard of the team. He oh. running off screens the whole game. Oh, so no. if Steph is the PG the whole time, bro, he ain't averaging 12 assists. If he no. was like the real B, PG, ball no. dominant. No. no. Y'all fucking crazy. Move on. No. Y'all no. fucking crazy. No. no. If he was ball dominant the way he could shoot the ball? No. no. He's still not. He just shoot at an even greater rate than the greatest rate we've ever seen. That's <laughs> it. You put the ball in Steph Curry's hands more than he got now, and he becomes the even greater shooter than the greatest shooter of all time. That's what Steph become. Well, no. more people agree with Quincy on this. More people Y'all agree with Quincy. Y'all niggas crazy. It's 69% too wild. So <laughs> I don't think it's too think wild it's though. Like I could see if it never happens, but to say it's too wild, I don't think it's too wild. Like is he top fifteen? Edgar said top fifteen last week. You saying is top he a 15? top fifteen player of all time? No, no, no. Thank you. He has no. potential. No, hell no. Nah. Thank you. That's what I was hell telling you. No. Hell no. You got to put him over niggas like no. Dirt, bro. Niggas like, bro, KD, D-Wade. No. You got to put him over niggas like bro, that. Bro, I put it like this, bro. D-Wade not even a top 15 player of all time. He's not. Bro. You got to put him over D-Wade. Exactly. Like, Are you holding up to a lot of old niggas? No. Nah, I mean, bro, when we talk about your top 10, to sure. the, the only player I think in the NBA right now that there's two players in the NBA right now that could hit top ten that aren't in the top ten right now, and I think it's Kevin Durant and I think it's Steph Curry. KD is outside of that. Steph nah. is in there right now, but KD I don't is, think KD uh, is. I don't KD think KD. KD is. I don't think neither one of them then pass yet. Now I think their career got to be over, and we got to be able to appreciate their career for what it is. But I think they're on the outside, like literally on the outside. I think they might be like 11, 12, 13. 
on the outside looking in, I don't think KD's done enough to be top ten. Because we talk about championships when we talk about top ten yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I know KD got two. I give him his credit. I don't care about dogging him for going to Golden State. But when we talk about greatest players of all time, when we talk about t- that's what championships matter, bro. You talking about Shaq, who might not even be a – he's not a top five player all time. And we talking about Shaq. He's not a top five player all time. Shaq top five. Shaq top five. Shaq top five. I don't know if he's top five. He's the most player I've ever seen. There's never been a But I don't know. I don't know if he's top five. Oh, you got Kobe in. You got Kobe in your five there. I don't even have Kobe in my five because I got Duncan ahead of Kobe. Who's your five? Who's your five? I got, bro, I got Jordan. Well, I got LeBron one, first off. I got yeah. LeBron one. So I'm going to stay I, I didn't know who's there. three, four, and five. I got Jordan <laughs> two. Yeah. I got Kareem three. Agreed. I got Magic four. Agreed. And I got Larry Bird five. Get the fuck Larry out Bird got to go up there. Larry Bird got to go up there, bro. Take him off of this Larry Bird, Larry Bird, Larry Bird, top five. But I think, I think, I got Duncan, I got Duncan, Shaq, Hakeem, Kobe, yeah, bro. Larry Bird not the top of the play all time. You just say he better than you. He better than Tim Duncan, Shaq, and Kobe. He wasn't. Are you saying he wasn't? He wasn't saying that. So you say I think, you know what's crazy? Yeah. If you know what's crazy, like I said that I don't even know if I have Larry Bird in my top five. That's just the name that popped up. Shaq top five though. Shaq top five, if I do, he I gotta, gotta be fifth. If oh, I do, he God. gotta be fifth. Yeah. 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 But I got Duncan over Kobe. I got Duncan over Kobe. That's because I got because Duncan Duncan is the greatest player at his position of all time. Kobe is not. Kobe is the second greatest player at his position of all time. Larry Bird top ten. He top ten now. I'm 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 holding that. He top ten. He top ten. And I don't put KD over him yet. Not over Larry Bird. Dead ass one on one. Who you got, KD or Larry Bird? See, he loves to say that shit. But one on one, I'll take KD. One on one, I'll take Kevin Durant. Talent, talent wise, KD or Larry Bird. Mo, I can't believe you said that shit, dog. I would take, I, I'll take Bird. Kevin Durant. So you're really holding accomplishments over KD head. That's the only reason you got Larry Bird. Over. Larry Bird is that nigga that, now. Is it, but Larry is he that, that like, I can't penalize Larry Bird for playing in the 80s, bro. Yeah, against, I'm just saying KD is in the top 10. I'm I can't put KD Larry over Hakeem Olajuwon. So give your whole 10. Give your whole 10. Give your whole 10. If I had to give, you want me to go first or Mo? You go Mo. Okay. My, so my whole 10, I got LeBron, Jordan, Kobe. I ain't even naming them in order. I'm just naming 10 players. Yeah. I got LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, Shaq, Magic, Kareem, Larry Bird, Hakeem Olajuwon, Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. We get tough right here. This is where we get tough. And Will or Bill Russell. Will and Bill Russell, 10 and 11. I can't disrespect Will or Bill Russell. I get it. They were seven feet, feet playing against white boys with pitchforks. I understand that. But still, bro, they what what makes you great in your era is you just being great. So I, I can't put KD over my nine and ten, Will and Bill Russell. I, I guess them the last two guys I named. I ain't really got an order. But I can't put KD over either of the, any of those guys. Not yet. Not, not, so if he won three championships. Maybe. I'm about to say, what would it take for you to put KD up there? 
would it take another chip or would it just be some another MVP season? I think it would just take KD career to be over with. Like, so now I can break down what the end of his career is. Because everybody outside of LeBron who I named in there, their career done and over with. So I think, like, LeBron, we know he's the greatest of the era. Kobe was the greatest of his era. Outside of that, everybody else can retire and solidify. Here's where we can evaluate what their career going to be. I think KD just, whenever he retires, I can sit here and be like, all right, what is he? And I can measure him against those guys. But he's not done. I don't think he's in the top 10 right now, but he's not done. Off the top of my head, still. LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, uh, Steph, KD, Tim Duncan. He got KD in now. Shaq. I said Steph already. You got uh, Larry Bird. Who you got? Magic Johnson? Magic, Wilt, and who I want at 10. Mmm. Who I want to ten? Who I want to ten? I miss somebody. So Larry not in your top. I'm probably 10. missing somebody. Larry not in my top ten no more. Who I'm missing somebody <laughs> right now and I can't. Think Hakeem Olajuwon not in your top ten. I probably would put Hakeem right now if I can't Hakeem think nobody else. Hakeem. I'm putting Hakeem. Yes, that's my top ten. No, matter of fact, you ain't say Kareem Abdul Jabbar. He didn't say Kareem. That's there were some niggas say. that you were missing. Kareem. Kareem, Kareem. is definitely like to Kareem. me. Kareem I don't care. Kareem top three. Kareem top, Kareem top three. five. Like Kareem is my third greatest player of all time. Yeah. I got Braun one, Jordan two, Kareem three. And you could argue He's the greatest that three. basketball player. He's honestly the greatest basketball player that we've ever seen in like college, a high school, college, and NBA. He's yeah, the greatest and that's why I say player that we've ever seen. When you talk about Jordan, LeBron, and Kareem. Them three, I got LeBron one, and I think it's our age, you know what I'm saying, bro? We 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 seen LeBron firsthand from Tommy Benelli till now. We ain't ever seen nobody do what he's done. So I say LeBron one, Jordan two, and Kareem three. But you can argue all three of those guys when you look at accolades, you look at Kareem, the all-time great, you know, leading scorer. You can argue those three guys. I think those should be everybody's top three. I don't care what your order is. I don't care if you got Jordan. Well, Magic one. might be above Kareem. A lot of people will put Magic number three. Though, I don't bro. know though. Kareem got too it's many tough. accolades, bro. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. He got too many accolades. Like when we talk about greatness, we got to talk about accolades. And, and Kareem got too many accolades for, for me. That's just for me though. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So uh, I agree with most of your list though, Mo. I agree with most of your list. But I, I would have Larry the up there. I I can't. Not yet. They on the outside looking in. They they on the outside looking at I, I don't even know, bro. Steph then finally climbed up there for me. He's like top 13. KD's up there. Cause like to me, KD's been the second best player of this era outside of LeBron. KD like 11, because I respect him and LeBron being the two greatest players in the 2010s. But I think LeBron was just the greatest player that we've ever seen play basketball. Steph, I think he's third behind LeBron and KD of the greatest players of the 2010s. I don't think Steph is better than KD or LeBron. I wouldn't rate him as greatest all time, even though he's the greatest shooter. Look at the next, look at the greatest shooters of all time list. None of those guys are cracking top 20. Ray Allen, Rick None Hamilton. None of them changed the game, though, either, though, bro. None of them changed the game. Allen Iverson changed the game, too. He changed the whole He changed the culture, but he ain't changed the game. Like that's step, but changing he ain't the changed the game like stuff, like, bro. Bro, but you right. I give you that. He changed the culture, not the game. But, like, Steph Curry's still playing. Like, he still I has see, more to do. I ain't going to say he has more to prove. I still think he has more to do, though. I don't think I think Steph Curry could retire right now. He ain't got nothing to prove. But he has more to do. Steph Curry could get his fourth championship, his fifth championship. We don't know. We don't know what moves he make. But for right now, he on the outside looking in until I see what his career was 
as a whole. The only guy I could put in the top 10 who's still playing right now is LeBron James because he's exceeded, like, almost everybody on that list. He's the only guy we've compared to Michael Jordan or Kareem as far as the greatest players of all time. We've never put KD as, oh, he could be the GOAT. Nobody's ever said Kevin Durant is the greatest player of all time. Nobody's ever flat out said that. People have said it about LeBron. People have said it about Jordan. People have said it about Kareem. So I just can't put KD, even though he's the second best player of this era, I just can't put him up there. Like, he's top 12. I think those two guys are top 12. I don't think it's disrespectful. When they got more to prove, and they could not prove, but they could, they could jump in there easily. One more championship, one more MVP, continue his great seasons, and I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, KD jumped up there. I hate KD, but I respect his greatness. I don't like him, though. All right. But – the next one, though, uh, the Cleveland Browns were the biggest winners of the NFL draft. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild. That's not I too said wild. not too wild. That's, uh, that's winning 69%. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. will be a multi-time all-star by the end of his career. Too wild or not too wild? That, this was tough for me. This was tough. I love Kevin Porter. I, I, I said, said not too wild, wild because when you say multi-time, do you mean anything more than two? So, so I mean more than one. Plus? Yes. Like, because, yeah. like, it's two. multi-time is two. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, easily, easily. Well, that's not too wild, Dan. Like, yeah, not too I can wild. see him getting two, like, the man, what, 20? Like, the man, yeah, like, definitely. 20 years old? Yeah, but it's like, how good wild. do you think he will be? He's not, we're going to get I mean, to, to be an all-star, I mean, they don't. <laughs> like, but that's just, top 24 in the league, though. Or he, top, yeah, top 30. Yeah, top 12 in the conference. Yeah, top 30. It's like, there's like 15 yeah. guys in the league. He could like definitely 30. be that. Going into he could definitely be top 30. You're yeah. talking about he's the he's 20 years old transitioning into the Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchells of the world. He could be top 30. Definitely. So I wouldn't so, say it's too Whoa, you think, whoa, you think he's going to be that good? Like Tatum? No, but I'm saying like they're going to be running the next generation – so and to say that he's like that second tier. to say that he's like second oh, or even third okay. tier because the third tier of those guys will make the All Star game too. So to say that mm-hmm. he's not like he can't be top thirty in a generation where Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, and Ben Simmons and them are going to be the best players in the NBA. That's not too wild. I agree, and not too wild is one of that seventy percent. Uh, who will uh, who <clears throat> who will win NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year? Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Kyle Pitts, or other. I think it's gonna be Trevor Lawrence. Kyle Pretty Pitts. easy. <laughs> they gonna give it to my nigga. <laughs> I would say other, but like, bro, it's gotta be a quarterback. Like quarterbacks gotta be offensive rookie of the year. So if I was to take my chance, I would say <clears throat> I think Justin Fields is put in the best position because Chicago does have some un- underlying weapons. But I don't think Justin Fields is gonna be the day one starter. I think Trevor Lawrence will be. And if he has a Justin Herbert type season. Bro, he's going to win offensive rookie of the year. I don't care what Jamar Chase did. Look at what Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, exactly. had it not been for Herbert, Justin Jefferson was offensive rookie of the year. So to pick a quarterback and to say who's probably going to have the best year one, I would say Trevor Lawrence. So I think it would be too wild outside of them three to say anybody else. Them would be my three or Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase would be my other. But I don't want to say other and take the field because I only got one guy who think would do it that's not <laughs> yeah. named Kyle Pitts. Justin Fields yeah. or, or Trevor Lawrence, so I'll, 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 that's not that's too wild to say other than them three. I, I'm going with Kyle Pitts just because I was the one that predicted that I feel Kyle Pitts will have the best NFL career out of all these players. I feel Kyle Pitts is going to be that great. Uh, who wins in a song versus Thousand Miles or Call Me Maybe? You know it's Call Me Maybe for me. You already miles. know. 
It's a thousand miles, bro. It's a thousand miles. It's a thousand miles, bro. Call me maybe one fifty-four percent. Bro, we I had that person who. I bet everybody who voted that is like 21 and under. <laughs> bro, a thousand no, bro, miles we had, we, had chicks, a versus, bro. we had a versus last week. We had a versus last week with those two songs. And I'm telling you, when you listen to them back to back, Call Me Maybe was more fire, bro. Thousand Call miles, Me Maybe was more fire. Thousand Miles had more of an impact, though. It bro. had a chokehold it... on the black culture for years. Bro, white chicks. We saying the best song. We saying the best song. What's the best song? Bro, if you really think about it, bro, white chicks made... The black culture love a thousand miles. Like if you really think about it, but that's why I say, bro, it took that kind of like once you watch white chicks, Wayne Brothers, and all those guys in the movie, it doo -doo 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 -doo, like you know what I'm saying? Like bro, it, it just you it, could go around a bunch it. of hood niggas and play that song, and they all go look at each oh, other like, we for the bro, same look at the diss song. Look at the diss song straight out exactly. of Florida. Young Anderson, them. <laughs> They exactly. didn't make Call Me Maybe the Fulio. They made a thousand miles the Fulio. I, I I gotta go a thousand miles. Them oh, young niggas wow, actually bro. knew about it. Yeah, them yeah. young niggas actually knew about I'm a thousand miles, you, bro. bro. So I, I think I think a thousand miles gotta go. I think that's that wins in the verses. All right, let's move on to social media wants to know. First one is so it was a TikTok last week about Adam Sandler. It looked like he walked into an IHOP or something like that. And I guess the waitress didn't really notice who she who he was. So he ended up walking in. He was said, I gotta, I want to eat type shit. So they didn't sit him down immediately. He walked out. So a couple of uh days later, the girl ended up having an apology video saying, Oh, I'm sorry, Adam Sandler. You know what I'm saying? I should have sat you down, this, that, and the third. But the IHOP was packed when he had walked in. So do you think celebrities should get a special treatment in that type of situation when they're in a packed out restaurant? It's a line to through the fucking door. Do you think they should get that type of special treatment? Not if you ain't reserved. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> but like, I don't think all celebrities, but we talking about Adam Sandler, bro. Like, we talking about Adam Sandler, like you finna tell a man with his wife and three kids to get the fuck up. <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna take Adam Sandler, you know, four figure tip over your twenty dollar tip. You're that you assuming he's so gonna yeah, get up. Yeah, you get up. Get up. I'm taking that assumption, bro. Adam <laughs> Sandler, bro. Like, like this man. First off, this man is like the richest bum we've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I love Adam Sandler, but the way he dressed, bro, you would never know never he had any type of money. Yes, Adam Sandler. You know why? Because he's a giving guy. He will wear some broke down Adidas Damn, with you some know Adidas sweatpants. <laughs> he gotta be, bro. You, you know can't have them millions of dollars he got, bro. I, Adam Sandler gets special treatment in the IHOP. He's Adam Sandler. So for that girl to not even know who it was, shame on her. Is Adam he had, Sandler? He had a mask on though. He had a mask on though. So she says, she man, I'd old. be able to know Adam Sandler from a mile away, bro. Come on now. It's at, bro, if Adam, Adam Sandler walked in my aha, I know Adam Sandler. Bro, I would <laughs> still know Adam Sandler in my aha, bro. Yes, he should get. Not Even all celebrities. Face, it's the voice. You should know Adam Sandler voice. Bro, now. like, on, he's got too many hit movies. Like, he's that big of a. Like, bro, when we talk about. You, you talk about some of the greatest white movie actors of all time. He's He's there. He's a top five white movie actor of all time. But like my boy, but like my boy said though, 
if my family is in that bitch, I've waited for damn near an hour for a seat. And Adam Sandler walk his ass in and he get a seat for me? Oh, nigga, it's going to be a problem, my nigga. It's going to be a black. Man. It's a difference, bro. How many niggas? No, I'm talking about it's white. white. It's white. Nah. I'm going to be hot. Nah. You, bro, you know how many white <laughs> people would concede a seat to Adam Sandler, bro? A lot. No, bro, no, a lot. You waited that long, it's packed out. If I'm with my wife and kids, you're not finna embarrass me it's like that. Still, like as a man, you're not gonna make me raise up from this table with my wife and but kids. But you speaking that, you speaking family. that with the black mentality though. Like we not finna get pumped. Nah, bro. Man, white people get pumped all the time. White my people get white punked people. all the time. <laughs> my other white people. Like, exactly. Come like, come on, bro. Adam yeah. Sandler, like, bro. Oh, my God, dude, this Adam Sandler. Like, and they going to start naming hey, yo, off all his movies. Your wife going to beat your ass if you get up. And she going to be hot, but guess what? I get. I, I guarantee them white folks are conceit, and they not eating that IHOP that day. That's just what will happen. Man. It's Adam nah. Sandler, bro. Like, nah. Sandler need to get his ass out of there. I guess he made the right decision. <laughs> his ass should have left, my nigga. If it was packed out, bro, I can't sit that. I'm talking about if I'm the host. If I'm the host, I don't think I could do that if I'm the host of the place. Like, I can't sit you in front of all these people that have been waiting here for 30 minutes to an hour just because you Adam Sandler. Even though you're a celebrity, your $20 is going to be the same as my 20, his Literally $20, my boy. And I don't really know if I can assume that, that your tip going to be that much crazy. You know what? I'm making moves off assumptions, bro. And if it make an ass <laughs> out of you and me, it don't matter, bro. I'm rocking with I feel like Adam Sandler going to tip me. More than you gonna tip me. Them twenty dollars might hit the same for that omelet, but a thousand dollars for that tip gonna hit different because I'm pocketing all that. Man, you get special treatment, you a celebrity. Like, imagine if Jay-Z walk in and you finna go eat. You don't think Jay-Z deserve a spot over you? Yes. I nobody up out they seat though. Like if I now I I give you this. I'll give somebody reserved table away. But if it's packed and there's no open seats, I'm not asking nobody to rise up out their seat. Bro, Adam Sandler can eat in the happen. kitchen for all I care, bro. You oh, gonna eat today? Like you, gonna eat? I'm gonna get you right. You gonna eat somewhere? You making it sound like you finna make a family rise up out of their seat? That's what you're making it sound like. I would. You fucking bro. Yeah, if I'm wild. the host of a table, I'll be like, hey, hey, look, family, uh Adam Sandler is here and we had to pick a family and y'all was the unlucky motherfuckers hey, of the day. Ass go away. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Get out. Get out. This my pockets we talking about. This my pockets, bro. Adam Sandler. Bro, all celebrities, they get special treatment. They used to that. That's what oh, they yeah, get. Sure. So, so for him to, bro, he's getting special treatment. He's Adam Sandler. Like, we not talking about some B-list celebrity, bro. We talking about one of the most famous white people of all time. Like, bro, Adam Sandler is sitting down. I don't care who, at whose expense. It ain't at my expense. I'm the host. I ain't, it ain't at my expense. I ain't giving up my seat. I'm telling you to give up your seat. It's Adam That's Sandler. wrong, bro. You wrong well, for that, you, you, It I is wrong, but it's Adam Sandler. I, I hope you get a tip. <laughs> <laughs> the way what you if that nigga give you no fucking tip, dog? You did all that bro, shit. That nigga give you bro, no tip. Now, now, you might of, get, now you might get fired because you finna get a bunch of customer complaints on top of that. Bro, so. the chances of Adam Sandler not tipping you something nice at IHOP, bro, is probably like He should, though. He should. Like, he would. Like I'm never going to. Assume that it's gonna happen. Exactly. I'm going soon. All right. I'm going soon. He came there looking like a bum. He got money to blow. <laughs> All right, man. The next one is if you uh what is this question? If you had to bet a million dollars to watch the same movie for 24 hours, what movie would it be? So if somebody bets you 
A million dollars that you had to watch the same movie 24 hours. What would it be? Oh, Norbit. Easily. Norbit? Yeah. Interesting. Mine is Money Talks. Is it the Money Talks or Rush Hour? Off. I'm gonna laugh my ass off every time <laughs> they come on. Every time. That's that's I, like can, I can get I can get tired of Norbit though. What? That, nah, that's I like can't. the toughest question of the year though. Cause there's like to me, there's multiple movies I can sit there and watch for 24, 24 hours and just hours be like for a million dollars, bro. So what? Like, I'll sit there and watch a boring movie, bro. I watch like oh, Hannibal nah, for nah, twenty four hours. Nah. You sleep for a million dollars? For a million dollars, bro. You, you actually have to watch it though. Like, yeah, okay. I mean, watch it. Bro, you wouldn't sit there and watch Hannibal for twenty four hours no. for a million dollars. Like, that's not my movie. But I'm saying, like, if bro, white man can't jump. That that I'll sit there and watch that for twenty four hours, bro. White man can't jump. I watch that back, the back, the back. I watch it twelve times. It's about a two-hour movie. I sit there and watch White Man Can't Jump that back twelve times. <laughs> Just think about the time and all. Yep, that's about a two-hour movie. Twelve man, times. You, bro, I watch. You might as well if say, that's the case, I'll just watch Titanic twice. I God, you might as well watch Titanic. <laughs> but like, there was no specification. It just said, "What movie would you watch for twenty-four hours?" Bro, for a million dollars, like you're gonna pay me to watch a movie? Bro, I watch Avengers Endgame. For 24 hours for a million dollars. You gotta watch it eight times. Just watch it eight times. Yeah, I'll watch it for a million dollars. Like, I'll sit there and watch it straight through. But I'll be awake. I'll drink as many Red Bulls and, and whatever else I gotta do. A million, bro, I ain't got no million dollars. Like, man, I'll watch Avengers for a million dollars. 24 hours. Easily. I, I love up. Avengers. With all so, what movie heart. you picking? What movie you picking, Mo? I'm gonna go Avengers Endgame. I'll watch Avengers Endgame. Mm -hmm. For for a million dollars, bro, twenty four hours. You gonna get tired of seeing Iron Man die? <laughs> you gonna get tired of seeing Iron Man die? Bro, I cry eight times, bro. A million dollars, like we talking about a million dollars. That's easy. There's so many movies I could go, but I just pick one and go Avengers Endgame. I pick a long movie, stretch out, ain't got watching a hundred times. I get to watch about seven, eight times. I go Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I picked Money Talks and I picked uh, Rush Hour because those have the most replay value for me. Like, I literally watch those movies all the fucking time and I laugh at the same shit. So I can Could definitely do that shit Friday? for 24 hours. Could you watch a Friday for 24 hours? No. Nah. No. I think because we don't probably watch it so many times. I don't bro, watch that, that too much. Yeah. I don't watch Norbit too many times and I still watch that Yeah, so I, I feel like Friday is different because like I said, those two movies I can watch for 24, but Friday... I can't watch Friday. I feel all, like Friday you didn't seen about 120 times. So like Facts. you know what I'm saying? Facts. Like that 130 times is like, yeah, nah, I'm good, bro. Honestly, but for a million dollars you would do it. I, I can't watch <laughs> the I can't money sit, is the motivation. I can't sit yeah. and watch Friday all day just because the, the movie as great as Friday is, it's just niggas chilling for the whole movie. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I watch like, niggas chill for like the whole movie. Bro, I watch niggas chill for a million dollars, bro. Like, here, point blank, bro. I watch niggas chill for a million dollars. This nigga gonna have a terrible 24 hours, but he gonna have that million. It don't matter how that million dollars, bro. That'll be gonna have that every hour spent. It'll be all right. I'll be good. <laughs> all right, man. Let's move on to the uh, to next one. This one is about Mike Vick. That nigga ran a 4.72 in the 40. I want to know, what other player is running this? Like, what other player is running a 4.72 when he's 40 years old? What other player can be capable of this? T.O. running less than that. Ocho? Ooh, I didn't think of T.O. Ocho. Ocho. Oh, Ocho. Yeah, Ocho running less than I think. I think Ocho could do it. T.O. easily running less than that. Ocho finna box. I seen Ocho finna box. Even the box, yeah. Ocho finna box. I think Ocho in that kind of physical shape. You know what I'm saying? I be watching their podcast all the time. 
But I think Ocho in that kind of physical shape, bro, he trains still. He still eats on the same diet of McDonald's. I think Ocho, and I agree with T.O. too, they still got it. But outside of that, it. It's I mean, you talking about guys who are blazing fast. Like T.O. Ocho. I don't know, bro. Megatron uh, been off the map. Okay. Like he chilling, he chilling, he chilling, bro. He chilling, bro. bro. Like, but we I don't know, like. But Vic, bro, bro, Vic hasn't ran in forever, though, bro. This nigga just went out there oh, and ran. Yeah, yeah. It was a four yeah, seven. But we that's haven't true. even seen like Megatron on TV or nothing. Like, at least we know Vic stayed around and like you know covers football. So we might think like he might do a little bit of working out. At least we know Ultra, like we see him working out and stuff. T.O., we see him working out. They built the same. They just older. But like Megatron, I ain't saying he couldn't. Like we don't know what Megatron look like right now. Yeah, I don't true. think he's fat, but we don't, don't know, know what he look like. Like, like I, I don't know he, what that man look like right now. <laughs> like I don't know what Megatron look like. I know what yeah. T.O. and Ultra look like. I know they still training. I know what they doing. I know Vic stayed around the game. So you can make an assumption that, like, now that you've seen it, okay, he do he do a little bit. He ain't full-blown out of shit. But Megatron, he still could be the same size, built the same. But, like, that man can say, man, I ain't never ran a damn my life. I lift weights still, but I ain't ran a damn my life since I retired. So I, I don't know. I'd be surprised if Megatron did it, but I don't know what he looks like. I know what Ocho and T.O. look like. I know they still in prime shape. Both those guys feel like they could play in the NFL today. So for you to feel like that, I feel like you can run a 4.72 at your age. I feel like Chris Johnson could be up there too, bro. I oh, feel hell like Chris yeah. Johnson, no, no stretching. That nigga Chris no Johnson could probably no run a four seven. But when he's forty, when he's forty, like, like what? what I still feel like Chris like, Johnson. Like, what Chris, Chris Johnson the hood, nigga, bro. He probably yeah, running around the streets. He in good shape. <laughs> he in good shape right now, man. He run away from the feds right now. <laughs> That's what that nigga I, probably doing, my nigga. I mean, we talking about the guy who ran a four two four. So at forty to say that he couldn't run five seconds, like he locked knocked off worse than five seconds, then yeah, I go Chris Johnson too. You got to be with T.O. That was a good one with T.O., bro. That was a good one. Because he, yeah. he, remember, he was on I Am Athlete, and Brandon asked yeah. him, he, even after he, like, so he ran his, against Tyreek Hill. He ran against Tyreek Hill. That's what I'm saying. Even after he yeah. pulled his hamstring or whatever, he was like, I'm still faster than you. Like, I could still and run Tyreek, at least like, Tyreek beat like, him convincingly, but he didn't dust T.O. the way you would expect T.O. Right. to be dusted it's the fact at that his that T.O. was still on his ass. Yeah, like, like he beat him. You know what I'm saying? He beat him convincingly in a race of guys the same age. Like, Tyreek Hill blew him out. But, like, for a guy like T.O. age, he didn't just dust him the way you would expect. So, like, yeah, I definitely agree T.O., but I think Ocho, too. Because Ocho and, think he could jump in the ring, so he in a different type of shape. And T.O. <laughs> even said, he was like, look, in a in a 40 or in a 60, you might get me. But if we got to run the 200 or if we got to run the 400, I'm dusting anybody because he told people the longer I run, the faster I run. So when yeah. it comes to quick shit, you probably got me. But long distance, anybody seeing To? Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I, definitely I can see To. And the next one is KBJ going to be the next Harden. I just want a quick answer, bro. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't no. know. No, nope. uh, right, no. <laughs> they say he. They say no. he. He treat the strippers. The strippers well. He dropping fifty and ten. I mean, I mean, from that perspective, is he gonna be the next Harden? Bro? I mean, from Snuggling that perspective, I right, cool. Off the court. Like, if we're, if we're talking about that, cool. If but if like we're counting the strippers, bro. The new Harden, like to label that on strip club and what Harden did in Houston, I no. Like I don't think nobody could have micromanaged strip clubs and basketball like James Harden did. No, we seen Fat Harden still come out and drop a forty point triple double after hanging in the summer with little baby. So no, nah, I don't think KPJ 
could do that. Four P F Hardy. Yeah, I don't yeah think, for real. He's not one of ain't, them. He ain't not nothing like Four P F Hardy. I don't, I don't think you'll see another Four P F Hardy. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro! I definitely agree with that shit, man. No sir. Let's move on to the next one. Entertainment and current events. Hey, what you got on this Bill Gates divorce? Uh, after 27 years, I don't know why you would get divorced after 27 years, and y'all both old as hell. But um, they're finally divorced. Uh, didn't even really care. Uh, they they explained why they got divorced, but I didn't really care. I just seen that they were divorced. <laughs> uh, one of the richest men on the planet. Uh, one of the richest women on the planet because there was no prenup. Now, um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting to talk about. Crazy. Did you see that? Uh, like them divorcing was going to have so much impact on like other countries and shit like that because they have so many like charitable donations and how yeah, much money they, they fluctuate through other businesses so they said like a lot of people were like scared of what was going to happen with the divorce they didn't know where the money was going to go if it was going to stop the money going to the donations like, it's not going to stop it. i don't think at, it's going to stop bro, at 27 i feel like years, they're both going to still do shit yeah at 27 years first off they age bro Ain't no way in hell, you know what I'm saying, she cheated or he cheated. They too old to be cheating. They just ain't they just like each other. Yeah. yeah, like it's just one of those that grew apart, bro. I don't even think it's finna be an ugly divorce. I think Bill Gates finna give her whatever bag. Yeah. Like, I don't even think, like, we're gonna hear about the number and we're gonna be like, damn, she took that from him. But I think it's gonna be like, you know, hey, we're getting a divorce. You know what I'm saying? You've been with me for 27 years. This is what you have earned for being my wife. Cool, let's call it a day. And we ain't never got to talk about it again. But we going to be looking like, oh, she got him. There was no prenup. But I think Bill Gates is going to take it, like, give her her bag and go. Because I don't think he really going to care. Like, bro, we talking about one of the richest dudes on the planet, too. Because the way he, the way they announced it, they announced it like they were both on the same page. They were both okay with it. And they both already had that talk. So it yeah, wasn't, no, oh, I'm mad at her. She mad at him type shit. They were okay I with it. I think they just grew apart. They old. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, they got tired of each other. The old, like... It, I don't think it's it's gonna be ugly. Like I don't even think there'll be no court settlement type shit. Like I think it's Bill Gates gonna give him the money and call it a day. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. This is what you earn in the 27 years. This is what I think. Like, unless it's a bad number. Now, nah, if he's trying to give her a bad number, then I think it could get ugly. But Bill bro, Gates old. About to die, so he don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, like they old, bro. Nah, I don't see don't it being. <laughs> I think it's only a big deal because it's Bill Gates. Like, oh, he's yeah. getting a divorce, yeah. and it, it's and like I said. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. Oh yeah, like I, I said, think it's cool. Yeah, but like I said, with like the the business related, that's why it was such a big deal. Niggas was worried, like if the money was gonna keep flowing in with them separating and shit like that. That's why everybody was like, "Oh, they broke up." Oh shit, like niggas ain't worried about that shit. But if she doing some yeah. shit like Dr. Dre wife did, like Dr. Dre wife is like really or ex wife like is robbing that nigga like blind. He don't it's different. They they ain't goddamn seventy years old either. It's a <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, Dr. Dre got a lot of life to live. He made a lot of moves. You know what I'm saying? Selling beats to Apple. Like he made himself a billionaire, and now she want a piece of that. Well, I think Bill Gates. I think Bill and Melinda just gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? He's such a billionaire that it's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's it was here, here go your money. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like they built the empire together. So they just going 50-50 split whatever they built together. And she's still going to be a very rich woman that don't have to worry about her kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, and forever. Like, she built the empire with him. I think he going to respect that. So I don't I don't think it's no big deal. Kids involved, grandkids involved. They old enough for great-grandkids and shit like that. So I don't think it matters. It is what yes, it is. Sir. The Gates got divorced. All right, man. Let's move on to this uh, chicken shortage. Uh... 
Bro, come now, on. How do y'all think this chicken shortage shit about to run down? They are really blaming this chicken shortage, like really on like Popeyes, Popeyes. and all of these other all these other businesses that been doing that chicken sandwich shit, trying to get into that craze. They really blaming them for having so much chicken, and now they done ran out of this shit, and they don't have enough at this point. I'm so what y'all niggas gonna do with our chicken? What y'all niggas gonna do with our chicken? I'm mad at all you niggas buying into the hype. I didn't think this Popeye was gonna hit this hard. <laughs> bro, I'm mad at all niggas that bought into this hype, bro. Like, but at the same time, like, you know what I'm saying, bro. At the end of the day, bro, we gonna be able to eat chicken. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, bro, chicken's birth, chicken's like there's still chicken eggs. So until you tell me the Is chicken it gonna eggs hit are the extinct, same though, cause that shit finna be different, bro. The way they finna genetically engineer this, yeah, shit. like it's finna be that, man. The chicken ain't finna taste the same. Like we know McDonald's chicken is manufactured and processed, but this shit ain't finna taste. The, even the ones that they sell in the store is not even gonna taste the same. Like, it's shit gonna be different. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> who's who's to say, like, you know say Who's to say this ain't a money grab? Now everybody go crazy on chicken. They done made, you know what I'm saying, $100 million in a week on some chicken because everybody afraid they're going to run out of chicken. Everybody trying to figure out how to last. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, are you really short on chicken? Like, are we really seeing the day where, like, you know what I'm I saying? Know. You started seeing it with fast food restaurants, but ain't nobody yeah. care about that processed-ass chicken. Like, you know what I'm saying? Other than, like, McDonald's stopped selling. They took chicken stuff off the menu. But, I mean, I, it could be a money grab, bro. I mean, a lot of things is all about money. And if we tell everybody we about to run out of chicken, then guess what everybody going to do? Go buy up all the chicken. And that's, you know, they got a full shelf of chicken. You're like, <laughs> man, I thought y'all was going to run out. Yeah, guess what? You just yeah. made me $100 million. I ain't really worried about that chicken no more. So, it could go both ways. I ain't even think of that shit like that. That's true. I all I know is like my heart dropped when I read that shit. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I just blame Popeyes. I actually blame like all of these these non chicken places that started making chicken sandwiches, like Burger King. I know Arby's probably got one. Like all of these McDonald's got one now. McDonald's always had it, but they went back though. Chicken, like they had to make chicken. They had to make chicken, but now they went back to like that print. Like you remember that Southern style chicken sandwich? They went back to that type of stuff. Like they, you know what I'm saying? Wendy's had went got one. We ain't got the Asiago joint, like bro. Everybody they, they, got some. Chicken. When is that the Asiago for some years though? Like, yeah, but like that, it got it got huge once Popeyes made chicken. Now the comparison. That's everybody just because niggas eat. actually started reading the menu. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't because they started selling more. That everybody went. Everybody went to re, you know what I'm saying. Everybody went to compare Popeyes chicken sandwich to Wendy's chicken sandwich to now. Oh, Burger King got one. McDonald's and brought back the Southern hey, style type whole, stuff. Whole like, time Chick Fil A sitting over here like. So y'all think we've been here. Like, yeah, yeah, like we've been here. Real deal, bro. That shit crazy, dog. Would y'all go pescatarian if we literally ran out of chicken, had no more chicken left on this planet? Would y'all niggas go pescatarian? Yeah. I mean, I ain't got no choice. Well, what's well, like, no, It's still beef. Well, no, I still got beef. Exactly. Like, I got real no, 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 no. I'm thinking you're excluding beef, too. I'm like, yeah. No, nah, I'm talking about just chicken. Oh, no, nah. no. Nah, I wouldn't go pescatarian and eat only nah, like, nah, fish and shit. I'm eating beef. Yeah, beef if I got ribs, and, I'm saying because beef ain't good for you. So I'm like, y'all, maybe y'all niggas gonna stay nah, on that They're gonna say anything care. is not good for you. Like everything ain't good. Like, for you, like, like I'm saying, care. eat what the fuck you want to eat because they're gonna now find a way to. They they're saying milk isn't good for you. They're saying they're saying certain Bro, vegetables. Ocho aren't made a good point. Good for you anymore. Like, Look at the people that's telling you it ain't good for you. They all fat white men telling you this food ain't good for you, bro. Stop it. Like I ain't listening to that, bro. Stop it. Like I'm, I'm gonna eat beef. You know what I'm saying? 
It is what it is. If I die because of it, so what, bro? I'm gonna die eventually. Like, why not die eating what I want to eat? Like, because we're supposed to have and that's protein. That's what I be saying. We're supposed to have protein, right? Is beef not protein? Don't on the food chart. On the food chart, growing up, what did they always tell us? Protein. Beef was on there. This and that. Yeah. Beef was on there, and now all of a sudden, like ten years later, beef ain't good <laughs> for you. You shouldn't even be eating beef. Like, come on now, bro. Eat what the fuck you want to eat. Just make sure. You exercise. You gotta have a balance, bro. You have you to have, have a balance. balance. I don't, I, I don't agree with you. You just, you just have, you have, to have to have a balance. balance every day. You have to have a balance, though. You yeah. gotta have a balance. I don't want to promote yeah. your ass to be no, uh, what was that one documentary they always showed us about to do? Super Size Me. The Super Size Me. But yeah, that's different. That's that was the stupidest documentary of all time. He, he, like, purpose, oh. he purposely did not exercise or do anything healthy. Yeah. All he did was eat McDonald's and not do shit. And people bought into that, bro. Wasn't nobody getting no Super Size breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day? Like, bro, stop it. Like that got that's the stupidest documentary to me because like bro nobody was supersizing breakfast lunch and dinner you might have got that for dinner like once a week like you know what i'm saying that's why i had a problem with it i'm like bro now nah, they they got rid of that because like the one time you high you drunk and you want to get that them extra fries and a bigger burger or something now nah, i can't get it because uh, that extra <laughs> soda i can't get it because buddy want to eat it three times a day for 30 days and he almost died cause yeah attack. yeah that shit crazy. Because it really changed nobody's perspective on McDonald's. Like, niggas were still going to McDonald's, my nigga. Like, exactly. McDonald's still a billion company, bro. Yeah, facts. All right, man. Let's move on to this crypto conversation. The crypto takeover? Edgar, me and Edgar were having this conversation yesterday about is, is the currency going to change fully to crypto in under five years? Edgar, you said it will change later, five years or later, but I think it will change. Like, in the next few years where we are using straight crypto and straight I, uh, online type shit. I wouldn't say over five years because when we was talking about it, the, the gauge that I would say is three to five, five being the max. Because when we was talking about it in the group chat, we were talking about our physical dollars and cents just going to be completely gone. And I agree. One day, physical dollars and cents will not be a form of currency on earth anymore. But that's going to take time. That's going to take three to five years because you're talking, we're not just talking about the US dollar. We're talking about yen, euros, pay. You're talking about everybody in the world agreeing on the same topic of mm-hmm. eliminating something that has been the form of currency since the beginning of time. So you can't just in one or two years be like, yeah, everybody agrees that this is where we're going to go. Like, no, you're going to have to have the United Nations meet up. They're going to have to have meetings. They're going to have to actually write out some shit. They're going to have to review it like two or three times. Like that shit going to take three to five years to do. That's yeah. why I said it's going to take that long. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I look at like, so if they, if they make crypto the full currency, I think you got to wait on the small currencies to like hit. You look at Dogecoin, you look at Ethereum now and Bitcoin is why like everybody like, oh my God, this is the new wave. But like, bro, all of us ain't catch on on Bitcoin five years ago else we'd all be rich. Like we probably right. would be sitting here doing a podcast. It wouldn't even be a podcast no more. We have our own network yeah. in the studio flying, you know, paying for flights. Hey bro, you wanna be a guest? I got you. But we yeah, didn't yeah. jump on that. So I think you look at Doge, you look at uh Ethereum, which is on its way up, Ethereum Classic, like uh there's so many Litecoin, uh Safe Moon, all these I mean, other all new currencies. Shit. Now I think <laughs> like that. once they hit, you know what I'm saying, like in the next couple of years now you're going to be like, okay, because all these businesses are slowly but surely starting to accept crypto coin. Nice. Now, a lot of businesses are accepting uh, Bitcoin, obviously. I mean, with the value it's at, 
but you only accepting like rich niggas in a sense. Like, bro, if you oh, got yeah. Bitcoin and you really paying for stuff with Bitcoin, like, bro, it's the high dollar uh, uh, Tesla, I think Mercedes or something, uh, or Bentley. Bentley just started taking Dogecoin, but that's because you talking about dudes who bought in and pick, put a thousand dollars down at, at one cent or whatever can now afford a Bentley using those coins. So I think like once those start hitting and everybody start realizing this is the move, you're seeing it with those now. I mean, it's it's the social media, everybody going crazy over those. And that's why I look at when that one hits, that's when I think they'll start. If it does hit, I think that'll be the transition because you're looking at, bro, people with hardly any funds was able to get in on those coin and be up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Your regular <laughs> person could get in on those yeah. coin early and everybody those to the moon. Like that's a real thing. Bro, cause us regular folks, bro, that work regular jobs or whatever we do, they got regular ass lifestyles. Now like, man, we up four bands. We up and we up twenty bands because I put thousand dollars or whatever. So now it's like I think they could move on to that. But you know, like Edgar said, bro, it's not going to happen overnight. Like, there's going to be a lot of, like, meetings and sit-downs, and the whole world going to have to really agree because when it's some value somewhere else, it ain't no value there. So now everybody can't do it. And then you got to think about, like, how you going to do businesses. Like, is now, everything going to become online? salaries got to change. Like, what's, yeah. going to happen? what's going to happen yeah. to all the homeless people? Like, because I mean, people you're working for the dollar. Have, but I'm not saying it's all But you're working for the dollar. Though. But it's all online though. We're already using debit cards and shit like that. That's all online. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, no, no, no physical dollars in actual physical sense is what I was trying to say. That's going to be that's going to be gone. Dollar, that's going to be yeah. That's going to be gone sooner than later. When an agreement happens, the transition will be smooth because once they finally figure out how the fuck they're going to do the shit. It's going to take them to figure out how it's going to happen. That's what's going to take so long. Now Once they figure it out, job. the actual action is going to is going to be cool. your high paying job. You get paid in Bitcoin. Your mid level job, like your mid class citizens, will be paid in Ethereum. And then like your you your they gonna have to, to five, figure all that out. Fast bro. food will be like, be paid in like Safe Moon and Dogecoin. Like, that's going to take. Right, about this three is Dogecoin amount. Like that's what you'll be working towards because. At the same time, bro, you still working for the American dollar, and he's trying to turn your American dollar into some crypto. But eventually, I mean, you see NFL players. There's a couple of them that that asked, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we talked about payment. That. The, the the dude that asked for his payment in Bitcoin. Now look at him. He actually made a few more million asking to get paid half his contract in crypto and Bitcoin than he actually would have. He actually made I think like 16, 17 million as opposed to twelve. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. you see, guys are starting. To, they might start do that. And be like, bro, I'm gonna get paid fifty thousand dollars per Bitcoin. Measure that up to my ten million dollars or whatever. But when that shoot up to a hundred or a hundred thousand, I'd have made an extra fifty thousand per coin that you didn't pay me out my five ten million, bro. That that should add up, bro. These dudes is up seven eight million. You know what I'm saying? So now they might be like, well, man, I'm never paying. Either they're gonna stop it, and I'm never paying somebody no Bitcoin because they really made some, made a jug off me, or. They're just gonna. That's gonna be the new route. I just don't see it. I see about five years. Like five years from now, I could see like cryptocurrency just completely taking over. Yeah, but I, I really think like three years from now, like dollars and cents gonna be no more. Dollars and cents because we already using the the debit cards, the credit cards. We already we already into that shit. Everything is online. PayPal, 
all of that shit is already there. Yeah. Corn shortage ended up coming through and it didn't really affect anything, my nigga, because we sold deeper to the cars with the credit and the debit. So it's like, my nigga, we already see that we don't need coins. Dollars is just for the old niggas at this point. If you're a young person, you're using a credit or a debit card for most of your purchases and you're using PayPal and you're using cash yeah, and you're using stuff along those lines. So we finna get that, that cash and currency, that type of currency up out of here. And when once we start to get to straight online purchases with the debit card and the credit cards, it's been an easy transition, I feel like, into the crypto. Once you get everything online and everything with account-based, you can transition everything into the, the crypto. Because I think people will still be getting paid in dollars and cents. I don't think, like, in five years that people will be getting paid in Bitcoin or people will be getting paid in Ethereum. People will just be getting paid how they're getting paid now, just direct deposit, and you can do an easy transition into it being a Bitcoin or quickly into being mm. an Ethereum or something like that. I don't think it has to change that much into old people getting paid in Bitcoin and they don't know what the fuck to do with the Bitcoin because they don't know what the fuck Bitcoin is. Like, I think people still going to get paid the normal way, but just no dollars and cents, like nothing physical. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah, I can feel that. I, I feel that. All right, man, let's move on to uh, which Marvel movie show are you looking forward to? Mm, I don't even, Oh, Black Panther for sure. I'm really eager to see how they're going to carry this shit on. So Black Panther, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, and Doctor Strange. They're probably my top three. Yeah, I say Black Panther. Uh, I want Black Widow. You know what I'm saying? That's going. That's coming out soon, if I'm not mistaken. Black Widow. July. I want to see how yeah. they like. Yeah, July. So I want to see how they carry that out, like with her, kind of by herself. I want to see the Marvels. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I think I want to see the Marvels and see what they do. Obviously, you know we're in like a time of like women empowerment. So we got three women superheroes. We got a black woman as a superhero. So I want to see how they do with that and how they're going to be able to carry that on with obviously Captain Marvel already having her own movie. But like the most exciting is a uh, Black Panther because like you know both Chadwick Boseman he died. So how do they carry it on? You know they they've had a couple people from the set like kind of talk about. Man, it's been tough, like, with him not there, kind of recording the movie and stuff. So, how do they keep that alive? And is this the end of the Black Panther? Like, is the second Black Panther movie the last Black Panther movie we see for a while? Because, like, who mm. do you have playing Black Panther? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Chadwick Boseman gone, who you have playing Black Panther? Like, who could you imagine that could step into that role? So, I kind of wonder... The, I want to see the end of that movie to know, like, is there going to be another one? So that's my biggest thing with that one is, is this the second movie and the end of it? Or are we going to see another one? And we kind of get a hint, you know, from one of the celebrities or something on who's going to play Black Panther from here on out. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to Black Panther as well, but I'm looking forward to the Eternals, I think, the most. Because I don't know anything about them niggas. And I think they have something to do with X-Men and, like, the mutant gene and shit like that. So they're going to give us some background on that. And I want to see how they introduced the X-Men. So I want to see that movie the most, but I agree with the Black Panther thing. I think uh, the Black Panther will end up being Shuri, though. You I think they're uh, going to go in that route. What'd you say? You could uh, just go to Marvel.com and like just type in the Eternals in the search bar, and they'll give you like a whole comic background on like what oh, it's yeah, yeah. I look down some videos. I want to see how it has to do with like the how the how they introduce the mutants. And oh, shit. okay. Yeah. yeah, how they introduce the mutants into the MCU. But I think the the Black Panther movie will be more introduced to like the country. We're going to get more of a broad perspective of the country instead of just like one person. 
And that's why they ended up putting in like Wakanda forever because they didn't want to just be on the Black Panther or whoever they replacing with Shuri. It's going to be about the country trying to overcome some shit. And I think that's going to be the Atlantis that we got a hint of. Like, I think when we got a hint of Atlantis, like in Endgame, they had said something about Atlantis yeah. drowning yeah. the cities. I think that's what it's going to be about. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I'm real surprised that they're saving the end of phase four with the fantastic four movie i was not expecting that so instead of could i predict that we were going to get like cameos of fantastic four stuff and spider-man and i'm thinking they're going to plug shit in all these movies which they might but we're probably not really going to get a real sneak peek at some fantastic four shit until 2022 around the end of that year maybe going into 2023 so we got like three, four years before we really even see a Fantastic Four movie. I don't know if they did that on purpose. I don't know if it's because they don't know who to cast or if they just really I think they already it. got the cast. But damn, like you got the cast and you just finna have them sitting like that for like three to four years. Like I, 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 I better why see they didn't have a blade. Why they didn't have a blade? I was surprised they didn't have a blade on there. They already they, introduced they, who Blade was gonna be. They didn't they didn't put TV series on there though, they just put movies. They ain't put TV. Blade gonna be a movie, no? I don't know, but I'm just saying though. The way I can see tell him us about TV, TV series. series. I can see him be like Blade being a TV series because, like, bro, it's, the movie, it's tough to make it a movie can, when you yeah. talk about like who you got to envision who could play it outside of Wesley Snipes and like. Bro, oh, they already hired somebody. They already hired Marshala Ali. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like uh, he, he's the, the only the, other person that could play Blade. Yeah. But the movie is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't come. The thing is, bro, we've seen movies come after so long, and they just don't hit the same. Not every movie is hit the same. We've seen everybody trying to remake movies that we love growing up, and it just don't hit the same. I just don't know if Blade would hit the same. I know, like, the whole, like, imagine now with today's technology, the vampires and shit would be crazy. But at the same time, like, even though I just they feel might like they, the show they would be better. Yeah, like it's just I think a show would be a lot more entertaining to get into. Especially you see how everybody rolled for Black Lightning. Like everybody rolled for like a black TV show, a black superhero. So I think you could do that same thing and, and it'd really be more of a hit as far as a one time movie. And if it sucks, it sucks. Like you could make a TV show better. A movie sucks, nobody gonna be interested in part two, three, four, five, whatever. How do you want to look at it? So I think a TV show will be better. And if the TV show a hit, make it a movie. All right, moving on. We got J. Cole. Jermaine? That man is coming <laughs> back with an album on May 14th, bruh. What y'all think we getting with this fucking album? And if you had to predict right now, bro, out of 10, what y'all giving it? Y'all think mm. it's going to be his one of his best ones? Like, how y'all feeling yeah. about this upcoming project? I'm going to say... I'm a I'm a underestimated. I'm gonna say eight point five. Cause when he said it's been years in the making, I'm like, I hope he don't try this and like put majority of old, old shit. I hope he don't mm. do that. That's why I'm underrating it right now. But I'm you underrating 8. it at an eight point five. That's pretty high. Oh, like, eight point five of the album is a hell of an album, bro. <laughs> but, like, but it's cold. Like, yeah, real, like straight cold. Nine, nine and a half, ten. So I'm going eight point five just off of the fact. And is he having crazy. features on this? Is he gonna have features? Yeah. If he has features, yeah. I feel like features are gonna be on this one. I feel like hey, features are gonna be. If I was to predict the feature, I think he got a Kendrick Lamar track on there. I would be too. I think he well, got a Kendrick Lamar track soon. on there. Could could we get that old track? 
that they flipped on each other songs with? Are we finally gonna get the um get that on the album? I mean, you remember we thought they was both dropping a collab album with those tracks. That was supposed to be the introduction to like yeah. a collab album. Mm-hmm. So do we think they made a track together at that point in time and they gonna give it to us? Cause like Lil Wayne's done it. You know what I'm saying? I think Lil Wayne with the Kendrick Lamar track. I know he gave us a lot of his new stuff that we wasn't feeling, but I feel like that song that he put with Kendrick Lamar, I feel like that they been did that. That they, sounded like the Kendrick saying. Lamar we fell in love with. That's that sounded saying. like the Lil Wayne that we've known from from past at that point in time that he would have made a song with Kendrick. I give I give Cole. I expect I I expect the ten out of ten. First off, first Whoa. off, here's what I'm gonna tell you. I expect the ten out of ten because J Cole. Gotta show these new niggas who the hell J. Cole is. Cause all Cole of them, is on the throne right now. Cole but, on the throne right now. But he's not. Like, he is if you love J. Cole. Yeah, he's on the throne. But how long has it been since he dropped the album? Then you talk about you tried to stay relevant. It, I ain't gonna say stay relevant as if he's been irrelevant for me. I grew up, man, look, the warm up, I could go down. It's a know the come up, all that. But he came with KOD, and that was at the time where all the new niggas like, man, J. Cole really ain't that good. All these young niggas like, ah, he ain't that good. Da-da-da, because they feeling little Baby, little Uzi, all them boys at the same, at that point in time. But I think it's going to be 10 out of 10. J. Cole going to reclaim the throne if he fell off for you. He going to take what's his and let you know, bro, he the best rapper in the game right now. Everybody talking about, you talking about best rappers in the game, they bringing up little Baby. And the baby, whoever, whatever baby they want to bring up, whatever young boy, all them boys, J. Cole finna show, bro, look, lyrical shit is still relevant. It's finna nah, be album of the year, though. Album of the year? Because we got Drake dropping. I heard, I hear Kendrick finna drop. We got Culture See, 3 dropping. So, culture, I, I, uh, yeah, that, that, the Culture 3 gonna be trash. Oh, I don't think Okay. I don't think Migos, I don't think Migos got it no more. I don't think they got it no I don't, more. I don't think it's going to be complete trash. Six and a half out of ten. I give it like a five and a half, bro. I don't even think the Migos <laughs> together. Like, I don't think the Migos together finna really make it. But, I mean, if well, we talk about. You said that, Mo. Yeah, you said I that. mean, look. Now, now, if Migos go crazy, I'm going to be like, hey, they snap. I wasn't expecting this. Because I just feel like the Migos are slightly <clears throat> irrelevant as the Migos now. Like, I think you got Quavo, you got Offset, and you got Takeoff. I just don't see them putting together no two in these times. They're they're never going to. No, I don't do that. I don't. Because Culture 2, I didn't think Culture 2 was that good, though, bro. Culture 2 wasn't that good, and they still had some bangers on there. That's the crazy part. But it wasn't good, though, bro. You've seen the decline in Migos, bro. Yeah, you've seen it. Like, you already witnessed it. And then we sit here talking about, but we're talking about album, album of the year. Album of the if year. If I had to put Drake is getting album of the year, I'm telling you. <laughs> I agree. Drake gonna get the most famous. Like no, it's it's Drake, whole, if, if Kendrick drops, if Kendrick drops, he's Drake still gonna get it. Kendrick, I think Kendrick, still Kendrick been away for so long, bro. Kendrick's gonna I think get it's it. It's gonna be Kendrick. Kendrick, if Kendrick been away for too long. Kendrick's Kendrick gonna get it on an award level. Drake is gonna get it on a like commercially social media level, bro. Level. TikTok. Cole is oh, gonna yeah, get it on. Don't don't say TikTok like Drake. Just a TikTok nigga. Like, don't <laughs> no, like what I'm saying is, just slide, just slide shit. No, nah, but listen, listen. <laughs> like we we in an era where like social media is gonna enhance how great something. I don't is. like that you're shit. Gonna, I don't like I don't like how music is coming up like that though. Bro. I don't like but that you're not either. gonna really see like like to be honest, bro. Like here's here's how I looked at it. 
Drake in his prom, Cole in his prom, Kendrick in his prom. They was the heart, mind, and soul of music. Period, point blank. Like, them was the three best artists out. I understand. A lot of people do hate Drake. I'm sorry, bro. It, he was the heart. You know Who hates Drake? Pe no. People hate Drake. It's like, a, it's I've, a lot I've of heard, that hate Drake. I've heard Drake, Drake slander, bro. Like, yes, bro. I've heard Drake slander. social media comments, it's so much yeah. Drake slander, I've bro. heard Drake slander, but he was the heart. You know what I'm saying? I think J. Cole was the mind, and I think Kendrick was the soul of rap music at that point in time. And I think Wale... A very underrated rapper. Wale we're talking about is guys one of the most underrated yes. rappers. I think Wale was like the melody. Like you had the heart, the mind, the soul, and then you had the melody. You had that guy. The that album carried. about nothing. Oh, like so. <laughs> I think. Know, I think if Cole Kendrick and, and Drake drop, I think you you might be. Yeah, you're gonna compare them. That's what we love to do. But I think you're gonna go back and say, "Damn, J Cole was the mind, Kendrick was the soul, and Drake was the heart." Bro, we know he finna drop some love music, bro. It's what Lover Boy is the name certified of the album. Oh, yeah, yeah, certified Lover Boy, and it's dropping in the summertime. Like, bro, he finna drop some stuff to get to your heart. J Cole finna make you think, and Kendrick finna speak to your soul. So I don't want to say J Cole's albums of the year because I think if all three of them drop this year in the next couple months, bro, I'm gonna love it all the same. This, just on this a might be level. one of the this might be one of the greatest years of music if all three of them niggas drop because i agree look, you know what year was really hard for real for real? i want to say 2013 2013 well what didn't we get nothing was the same didn't we get nothing was the same we got nothing came like, at city i'm counting and multiple projects yeah we got we got I'm all three of those three I'm counting like yeah, a lot of other artists too. I'm counting a lot bro, of and um, we had and we had got both oh, hold on but in 2013 we had got big shine with his Detroit, like he came with them. Oh, Wale. that's still his best project too. That's still his oh, best ambition. While they were at, bro, we got all that in 2013, bro. Like yeah. you talk about, bro. 2013 was up there. Then you talk about, like you talk about your street guys that came in, Meat Mill. I know it was a mixtape, but he came in with Dream Chasers too in 2013. Like you look at a lot of, bro. 2013 might have been I'm one of the 2016, toughest. 2016 though, because Thug was on his shit. 2016 Future. On his shit, 2016. Future been on his shit though. Like, I, I know. I'm just, shit. I'm just saying though. Like, what he dropped in 2016? What he dropped in 2016? Oh, Drake dropped views. Thug dropped slime season three. What future dropped in 2016? Uh, Was that the oh, one with oh, digits on it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That Damn, was what future dropped. Oh, purple rain. Future dropped purple rain in uh, 2016. I think he dropped that in like 2015, though. No, nah, he, he dropped Dirty Sprite 2 in 2015. Ain't no time in 2016. Yeah, with evil and all that. Yeah. Yeah, he, that's the, the evil. Yeah. He dropped Purple Rain in 2016 too, because that came out right before. He dropped Purple. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I know he dropped Purple Rain in 2015 because I was living in Georgia at the time, right before I went to the military. So I know he dropped Purple Rain at that point he, in time because I, I promise to God, Future did not drop. Purple Rain and Dirty Sprite yeah. 2 in the same year. There's yeah, no way did, that bro. nigga did that. Yeah, he I, did, Quincy, bro. look that up. Bro, I swear to God, bro, Future been running, bro. You know what? That was 2016. That was 2016. Yeah, I was about to say, he was it? So it was like the beginning. It was like the beginning. It had to be the beginning because he I'm dropped saying, it he before dropped I went to the military. He dropped so, Purple Rain in April of 2016. Like, I remember Nah, that. it was before that. I know it was before that. How the fuck you know the fucking month, nigga? Yeah, like, bro, I went I went to the military in March, bro. That's how I base it. I went to the military in March of 2016, and Purple Rain was already out. I know I was listening to it before that. But still, like, bro, that's the thing. We talk about, you know, just bringing up future. 
Bro, Future one of the greatest rappers of all time. Future's top people 20. He, he's not going to get the credit he people deserves. Never bro. Hit, bro. 20, bro. Bro, people will never want to hear, bro. People will never want to hear, bro. He's, yep. I'm not saying he top five, top ten. I'm not giving him that because we got to give it to the lyrical nigga, geniuses. Top 20, I'm giving I mean, 20. my greatest rapper of all time, a lot of people would disagree with mine, but my greatest rapper of all time is Lil Wayne. Thank you. I, Thank I don't you. see We're how you totally can say agreeing. much different. But <laughs> Wayne is the GOAT Future, and no, nothing comes close. Future is going like... Future is a top I wouldn't argue 15 that. guy. Like I'll say 20. I'll say 20. I don't think, I'll I don't, say I think it's because he's nobody's favorite rapper. He's nobody's favorite rapper. So but you have to look put him at, up in that, in that like, conversation. But I think he's got to go top 15. Because the reason I say that, bro, you got to take away. Get, you you got to give the lyrical geniuses their credit. But you got to take that shit away eventually. After we talk about like Hov, Pop, Biggie, Impact. Wayne, Eminem. Yeah. You got to talk about gotta start talking about. Impact. You gotta talk about the sound. You gotta talk about. Look at all he these. Culture. Oh, he's like, the oops. goat of like. You talk about Wayne. Really, Wayne raised a lot of these niggas, bro. A like, you really think people, about bro. it. And he was the greatest in his era, anyway. But then you talk about like, I don't know if there's a future if there was no Wayne. But then you talk about future kind of elevated what Wayne has started anyway. Now you got the Uzis. Wayne, and all Wayne these guys the reason niggas like, apologizing. He the reason niggas apologize. What's <laughs> that nigga saying? Sorry for the way everybody else started apologizing. On bro, this. you feel me? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I think I think Wayne is the GOAT. This is my favorite rapper. So I'm thinking he's the greatest just because that's who I right. love to listen to the most. Me too. But at the same time, bro, Future not going to get the credit he deserved. But when it's all said and done and you look at his catalog, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Future might be... He might be the only nigga that has a chance of having a versus battle against Lil Wayne. He I might be the only Quincy, nigga, bro. Quincy, hey, did, I, Quincy did I not that. say this? And did niggas on social media not eat me alive for saying this? Bro, niggas really trying to act like I was niggas, talking niggas crazy keep, when I said yeah, this. Yeah, future can keep up with Wayne. Sure. I, I think he lose, but he might be the only nigga. Bro, like when I really think about somebody catalog for a versus, well, Future might be you... the only one that has. I think Drake has a chance. Oh, Drake, Drake does have a saying. chance, Drake but some of Drake's songs on the verses, if you really think about it, he put some songs on verses. A couple of his songs gonna have Wayne on there too, though. Drake like, can't go against it. Future because they have too many songs together. They have way too many hits together. But Drake, I think, can go against Wayne. Some of his, I don't say something, but you talk about some of his best songs with features. Or with Wayne, you gonna put oh, yeah. right above it on there. Like if I'm gonna come hard, I'm gonna put right above it on there. Like there's a few that you gonna put. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm going in. Like you gotta put that on there if I'm Drake, cause that's kind of what really got Drake becoming Drake and Lil Wayne on there. Like there's a few tracks. Well, like I feel like Drake and, and Wayne robbed us of an album. Like the same way I feel about Kendrick and Cole, they robbed us of an album. I think Drake and Wayne robbed us of the same. We were supposed to get an album from them too. They owe us. All right, man, let's move on to Pass the Ox. Man, what y'all got for Song of the Week? Waukesha by Moneybag. That shit too hard. I agree with uh, what Mo was saying earlier, man. That Jay-Z, Nas, and DJ Khaled shit, that, that sorry, sorry, not sorry. Not sorry, bro. I've been playing that shit all week, my nigga, so that's definitely the one. That's definitely bro, the but one. That, that nigga Waukesha, that nigga remakes one in a million. Bro, the old school niggas had to let you know, and then and then... And, a very underrated album, just to throw an album out that Murray. Murray dropped the album, bro, and people people really sleep on that album, bro. That shit go crazy, bro. The, oh, the Murray made that quicksand. made quicksand? Yeah. yeah. His album go crazy, okay. bro. I'm not going to lie. His album go crazy. 
But if I pick like song of the week, bro, I gotta go. Sorry, not sorry with Nas and Jay Z, bro. The OGs, I ain't mad at the that. goats, I ain't the OGs mad at that. and the goats let us know, bro. They on they ball shit and, and they squash their beef. No obviously, you know what I'm saying. And they show, bro. They still got it. Like when they get on the mic, yeah. they still got it. Don't don't forget who Nas is. Like I think it was like a. They should have really named the song Never Forget. I don't care what they was talking about. Just never forget who the hell Jay-Z and Nas is. That, that's how I look at it. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, man. So we do have movie and show reviews. We already have movie and show reviews out. We have been reviewing Invincible. That just stopped this past week. Uh, Snowfall. Edgar, what else have we been reviewing? Uh, uh, we shit. finished we just had uh, Combat. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We just finished. Falcon and the Winter uh, Soldier. And we got a lot of stuff coming up. You know, we got to do Without Remorse with Michael B. Jordan. We got to do Concrete Cowboy with Idris Elba. Uh, Mitchell's vs. Machines. Mitchell's vs. Machines. You just Mitchell's vs. Machines is fire. Uh, I'm hoping, Quincy don't like anime, but I'm hoping we could do Yasuke because that shit fire about the Black Somebody had just tweeted us a suggestion what they wanted us to watch. Yeah, we, we got a lot of shit coming. Yasuke. They said Yasuke, Yasuke on Netflix about a Black Samurai? That's what you're talking about? Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah okay, right. somebody just tweeted us that, that they wanted us to review that. that that's what um that's what Russ and them was trying to tell us when we was on their pod. With um, Lakeith Stanfield. He said a Black someone. basketball player. Oh, oh, he, he was talking about some other shit. <laughs> but the, the Black Samurai, it's Lakeith Stanfield. He the voiceover for the... um. Oh really, bro? That shit hard, bro. That shit hard. It's only six episodes, so I was mad about that because it didn't really, the shit didn't really all come together until like episode four, five, and six. So it was kind of slow, but the shit is good. The content is good. I love the Keith Stanfield how he did something totally different with that because a lot of niggas don't do anime, and I feel like when they start making multiple seasons and more episodes. You gonna love the shit, so y'all got to check and out. Like, if Stanfield was in Death Note, I know Death Note was an anime as well, but he mm-hmm. was in Death Note as like the cop or whatever, the tech. Yep. Oh, yeah, yes, I know he definitely gets involved with that shit. I watched without remorse though. I thought it was good. Mom said it was booty cheeks. No, it I thought was it was good. good. But it could have been. I didn't think it was great. Like it I thought it was good. Better. I didn't think it was great. I love Mortal Kombat though. I thought Mortal Kombat was a great movie. Yeah. I don't, man, damn, that I don't care. <laughs> like, could it have done better? Possibly, like, because uh, I felt seven, like, like the end of, of it made did me you, realize, Did you fuck like, with okay, Cole? Did you fuck with Cole? Nah, bro, he was pointless. Like, where'd he come okay. from? Like, who is this guy? Like, how, you how know did you what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't fuck with Cole? Because, like, bro, outside of him, bro, it was a great movie, but it was one of those, like, who is great. this nigga? Like, great. who is this nigga? <laughs> yeah, I think it was great, bro. Like, well, you okay, got to think about it. Because here's, here's the thing, bro. <laughs> you got to think about it, bro. They had to take away, like, bro, it's not the old school joint. Like, I feel like if you let go of what Mortal Kombat was before oh, and did. allow it, it to start the new series <laughs> now, I think Mortal Kombat was really good. But, like, a lot of us, bro, we hold on to, like, what Liu Kang used to look like as opposed to the wimpy nigga they had. But at the same time, like, bro, I thought it was a really good movie. And now the way it ended, like, they finna bring Johnny Cage in the picture and all that. They finna search. Because I was like, damn, what Johnny Cage? Like, I'm looking for- this bitch. Yeah, I'm looking like, well, all these niggas. But then they was, you know what I'm saying? It showed that they finna bring them in there. So I think, like, when, when the series is all said and done, you know, six, seven years from now, I think this series is going to be really good, bro. Like, I, I think it was a great movie, bro. Like, the greatest, nah, but I think it was a great movie. I definitely thought it was better than Without Remorse. I expected more from Without Remorse. I don't think Michael B. Jordan the greatest actor. Me neither. No, no, no one said he was. Yeah, I don't, I mean, like, he's just in really good <laughs> no, but movies, but a lot of people bro. say he is that, though. He's very good. He's, He's just a guy good. who gets in a good role in very good movies. 
Like he just happens yeah. to be in very good movies. Like Creed, I want to call him a great actor, bro. Like Creed, I think you could have got like when I look at great actors, I look at bro. Could you find another dude to play that role? I think you could have found another dude other than Michael B. Jordan to play Creed. Well, like, and I look at another boxing movie. I don't think you could have had so anybody but Sylvester Stallone play. Rocky, and I don't think you could have had anybody but Will Smith play Muhammad Ali. The only movie where he was irreplaceable, Ali. bro, was Fruitvale Station. That's the only nah, way he was bro. irreplaceable, bro. He might have been irreplaceable, irreplaceable in Black Panther, bro. His role in Black Panther was Killmonger. He was irreplaceable in Black Panther. He was irreplaceable in Fruitvale Station. Uh, what other movies he'd have been in? He'd have been in. Uh, he wasn't irreplaceable in Trash. Huh? You he wasn't was irreplaceable what? in Creed. I could have found another nigga. I don't know who, but I, I could have found one. But I could have found one of them niggas from Britain. I could have found one of them <laughs> British nah. niggas who got a good accent, nah. bro. All right, man. Let's get on out of here. Mo, man, where can they find you? Yeah, go follow me at uh, Twitter and Instagram, Up at Flames Pod. Twitter and Instagram, also Mo underscore Cheese 15 for my personal account. Uh, check Up at Flames Podcast. Anywhere you can get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Radio, all that. Uh, also, go check out OffTheBallNetwork.com for all your sports needs and entertainment. We cover sports real heavy over there. That's mainly my thing. So to be able to talk entertainment with y'all was definitely great, bro. And I appreciate y'all for having me on. No hey, problem, man. bro. No appreciate big it. Deal, man. Definitely gonna get you back on, my boy. Definitely love. Yeah, you. I gotta get y'all back. I gotta get y'all on my show, bro. I know it's more sports centric, so it's gonna be yeah. you know more solely sports. But at the same time, yeah. bro, I definitely gotta I gotta return the favor, bro. When people bring me on their show, I love to bring them on mine, bro. Give them the same platform and everything like that. So yeah, bro, I'm definitely gonna have y'all on up in flames. We go, we gonna make it shake. All right, bro, appreciate you. Yes, sir. All right, hey, where can they find us? Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at Q A N D E Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes and our email. Q-A-N-D-E podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, or concerns. Yes, and subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube. Just type in Q and sign E podcast. And subscribe to my YouTube. Just uh, type in Quincy Hicks and subscribe to the YouTube. We appreciate you guys for listening. And we out. Peace.